2: Good morning, everybody, and welcome into Undisputed. We have a packed show for you today. I'm Jen Hale. That is Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharpe. Good morning, gentlemen.
3: Good morning, Jen. Good morning.
1: Tonight, what happened? Your man LeBron James should have a huge game against my Clippers without Kawhi Leonard. I'm going LeBron 35, 12, and 10. Despite Westbrook's seven turnovers. How about that? The man nursing the footage. Yeah. He, he is not, it's just quote unquote. There ain't no injured. quote unquote. He's taking know. the second night yeah. off of the back to back.
3: You know something's no wrong. No more excuses. There's plenty of excuses. He's probable to, How about like, the Lakers aren't good? Is that an yeah. excuse? Well, that's <laughs> your problem, not mine. Exactly. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I like the summary, Shannon. The NBA off last night league-wide because of Election Day. Back tonight. But, gentlemen, let's start with the NFL. Skip. Micah Parsons, your man, responding to a Photoshopped image of Odell Beckham Jr. in a Cowboys jersey. Parsons, quote, tweeted the post, lobbying for OBJ to come to Dallas. And Odell then responded to Parsons. OBJ saying, quote, you tell me, you know all the fam on my daddy's side down there. I'm just trying to win wherever I go. Indeed, his dad. BJ Sr. from the Texas area. Shannon, what percentage chance do you see? What do you give Odell of actually signing in Dallas?
3: I'm going to say 10% chance. 10%? 10%. Skip, this is the kind of, this is the kind of courtship the kind of recruiting that you see doing free agency mm-hmm. when everybody's in the free agency. You remember Vaughn Miller and everybody said, "Von, come on, Von, come over here, come over here. Even Dallas was talking about "Von, come here. And we see a lot of this in the, uh, in the free agency process during the free agency period, not so much in October, November, late, uh, or late October, mm-hmm. late, early November. We don't normally see this going on, but if if the reports are true that there's going to be a bidding war and I don't know, Skip, I don't know if you ever been to one of them silent auctions or been to an auction and, and I was like, oh man, I, I want to have that. Like, okay, I'll go here. Mm. And the next thing you know, it's ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars 20000 over what you like, oh no. Nah. Well,
1: you're the one who bids for like Fabergé <laughs> eggs, <laughs> nah, right? Nah.
3: I, was, I, was, I bid one time for a painting in 2000. They had a a painting, painting? A painting. A and Van Gogh? No, okay. no, it was uh, the Ravens. It was me and Ray. <laughs> oh, okay. uh, it was like seven or eight of us on the painting. Okay. And I was like, okay, I'll pay 10 grand for it. And somebody ended up paying 30. I was like, oh no. Nah, you, you opted out? I opted, I opted they out. They looked back to you and you said, no. Yeah, once he got the 12 skill, yeah. that was too too high okay. for my blood. And so uh, so for me, I don't see Jerry getting into a bidding war. Now, also, this is what I want to know. And, and y- Yesterday, you were really giddy. Oh, get Odell. You mm-hmm. want Odell now. After you've been so disparaging of Odell, mm-hmm. if Odell was all of that, somebody should have just signed him and just stashed him away so can't someone steal him away. Yep. You were that guy? Yep. Now all of a sudden you won't. Is it my turn? (laughs) Not your turn yet. Look, in the playoffs last year, four games, twenty-one passes, two hundred eighty-eight yards, two touchdowns. In the NFC Championship game, he was nine for a buck thirteen, and he was off to a very, very, very—he was off to a great start in the Super Bowl before that knee injury took him out. Two for fifty-two. And a tub. And a tub. 17-yard touchdown. Yes. So it, he was off to a great start. Skip, if you look at your defense, your de- defense is good enough to win your championship. You look at your special teams, I believe your special team unit. With Turpin in the return game and your defensive and your uh, special team unit, yep. uh, kick, kick, return, and kick, kickoff, punt, punt, return, I believe you're good enough to win. The question is, is your offense. Are you explosive enough? Because your offense thus far has been very average. Now, you, some will chalk it up, says, well, that was Cooper Rush. Now that we got Dak back, Dak looked as good as we've seen him throwing the football, minus the one interception that he had there, but he looked really good. And so you believe your offense can be even more explosive. The way they ran the ball with a, uh, a- What's the little running back? Tony Potter. Potter, yeah. Potter. The way they ran the ball. See about. how
1: quickly you forget. You disrespect him. You can't even remember the man's <laughs> well, name. Well, now, if he ain't Chubb, yeah, he ain't Derrick Henry. When you say quiet, we forget about it. Well, him, he's actually beyond those guys. But we'll discuss <laughs> that at a later date. <laughs> you need to stop. I'm not going to So, uh, the, the thing is, Skip,
3: yes, I do believe Odell could help you. I still believe he can make plays. And that's what you're going to need in the, playoff time, in the playoff situation. You're going to need guys that can make plays. And we've seen Odell in big moments make big-time plays. I just give it a t- 10% chance because Jerry, Jerry has a number that he wants to go to. He's already talking about, oh, that's the as helmet. Oh, playing for the Cowboys. He's already he's already trying to say, look, this is what I got. Yep. And plus the benefit of you being in the start, the benefit of you playing in Dallas, Texas. So I'm going to give it a 10% chance uh, of this happening because I don't believe Jerry will get into a bidding war. And uh, there are going to be other suitors. I don't know if Kansas City gets into the fray. Green Bay, I'm not even looking. If I'm him, I'm not looking at Green Bay. Clans here reported that he's hearing he wants to play in warm weather. Who wouldn't want to play in warm weather? Everybody wants to play in warm weather, it's warm weather, especially if you're losing. I ain't going to no skill, I, I ain't joining no team that's losing. Mm. I'm not. I'm not even, not even for if they offer me the most money. I'm going somewhere where I can win because there's nothing worse than being cold and losing. Skip, you know what I'm saying? You're like, I can be cold, but when it starts to rain, you're like, damn, mm. it's cold and it's raining. Well, yep. I can be cold if I'm winning. I ain't about to be cold and losing. Mm. No, that's not happening. Okay.
1: You finished? Yep. All right. I slept on it, and I am giddier than ever about Odell coming to Dallas. I am 90 percent sure this is going to happen. You're 10 percent, which is my might as well be zero percent to me, because <laughs> yeah. I think you're saying, well, I'll barely hedge my bets. I'll cover my you know what with a little 10 out there. But but I basically think you're saying there is no way.
3: But if, if the reports are true, a bidding war, do you see Jerry? you say Jerry don't get in the bidding war? You say he don't spend no money. Now you like, oh, yeah, Jerry, go ahead and do it.
1: You already nailed it. Jerry has a lot to offer that isn't just cold, hard cash. I'm going to say it again. Odell Beckham Jr. was born to play for the Cowboys in Dallas, Texas. In the NFL, you know and I know, Dallas is the palace. It, it is the Hollywood of the National Football League. It is the mecca. It, it is the centerpiece. It, it is the Sun, it, it, it all revolves around the Dallas Cowboys. They are the most valuable team in the world of any sports team. They they are the most watched team by far. It ain't even close. The top five games every year will belong to Dallas Cowboys. When they play, people watch. They love them. They hate them. They watch them. Right. And their owner is simply the craziest, kookiest most interesting owner in the history of sports. Biggest showman ever. Right? He is the biggest. <laughs> he is the ultimate PT Jerry Jones Barnum. It, it all adds up to what is Odell? He, he is Buzz personified. He, it, OBJ is TMZ to me. That's it's who he is. Not in a, in a bad way. I'm just right. saying in a good way. He just he he's electric. He dominates. He owns social right. media, and Dallas owns the social media of of the NFL, because there are more tweets and posts about Dallas than any other team because of the love and hate factor. They are still America's team. And people ask me, how are they America's team? Because they haven't won in forever. It's been what is it now? 27 yeah. years since they even got reached an NFC championship. Right. Get 27 years, and they're America's team. They just are. It's something about yeah. that star on the side of the helmet.
3: You mentioned social media. I saw a social media post yesterday, and Damon Lillard had to be, like, 15, and he got a cowboy hat on. There I mean, you how go. the hell you got a cowboy hat on? You in the Bay. He's in the Bay. He's in Oakland. <laughs> right? I think mean, you bypass the Raiders. you go going to bypass
1: uh, the 49ers. And you you way, way— Every time I run into kids and I say, how did you become a cowboy fan if I'm in New York or wherever? It's the uniforms. It's just the uniforms that people love to wear. The colors, the metallic blue, the star, you know, and I know that Odell played New York and he played in L.A. Now he's destined to play in the Hollywood that is Dallas. He, he needs jerry 's right about this, and Jerry's the ultimate negotiator, and he 's negotiating when he say he could look pretty good with that star on the side of his helmet right. no he 'd look perfect like meant to be, but Jerry is negotiating because he 's saying that 's part of what we 're offering here different. is we 're offering you the star, and Jerry did go so far as to, to point out on his radio show we know that we should be aware that he 's coming off an injury again, negotiating. Yeah. Because Odell just turned 30 years of age on November 5th. So it was, what, four, of days, ago. four days, whatever mm-hmm. it was, ago. He's played eight seasons, but he's had a bunch of surgeries. He's had three bad surgeries. They don't
3: concern you? I'm I remember sure you. they do. Okay. They
1: concern me, and, and he's had two ACL surgeries on the same knee, although he's selling this one as... It's actually correcting a bad surgery that he had the first time in this ACL. Right. That is possibly the case. Okay. As you well know about ACLs, if if the surgeon is good, if he nails it, it can become, if you rehab it correctly, it can become stronger than it ever was. Mm -hmm. Right? It's like Tommy John surgery for the pitchers. You you watch Verlander come back from Tommy John, and he looks better than ever. Okay? It's because... The ligament got strengthened as opposed to weakened by a second surgery right. or a third surgery or whatever mm-hmm. it is so. I, I can't tell you that. I don't know. You don't know. No. I, but I, I watched the video of him working, running on the treadmill, lifting, pushing. He, it looks sensational.
3: Well, the thing is, Skip, with, with the wide receiver and it with ACLs, we don't worry about running. Yeah, we know in line, but, but what do wide receivers do? Uh, Stop, plant, cut, jump, twist?
1: And how did he do it in the Super
3: Bowl? I, I don't even know. No, he's just running free. Yeah, he's like running a shallow cross. Yeah. He stops, and then, boom, it buckles.
1: It just goes. It's a non-contact. It's right. impossibly bad. Right. It, it's like the worst luck you could have. Have. But again, he's rehabbed before, and that's what Jerry's saying—that he's showed his ability to return from injury before, yeah. and, and that he's a tough kid, and, and we love all that. He's right. competitive, blah blah blah. They're saying and doing all the right things, and then Micah is—he's the new face of the franchise. I don't care what you say; you can have Dak Prescott all you want. I'll take my own Micah. On Dak that quick. I'm not giving up on him. I'm just saying the face of the franchise has become Eleven from Heaven. The the reason for being, the driving force of the team is Eleven from Heaven. So I'm like, go, Micah, go, because when when he speaks via Twitter, I think Odell's ears open up.
3: Funny that you mentioned that. You know who had the number one jersey sale last month? Eleven from Heaven. Did he? I
1: didn't notice. First, that. yeah, I'm not surprised. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're not surprised. He beat the quarterbacks. Nope, I'm not surprised. He is a thing now. He <laughs> he, is, he, is. he has arrived, yeah. and we talked about it last week. He, he doesn't have the stats to be Defensive Player of the Year, but he is now the front runner, and it's just on sheer presence. He's had the impact. Okay. You're right. He
3: doesn't have. He's not. not have more sacks than Judon, or he's not. I mean, he's right there with a uh, uh, Zadarius Smith. There are other guys that have more sacks. They have more pressure. Yeah, it, they have it, more force That, that is correct, but incredibly impact.
1: Impact, and just in his second season at the midway point. He already has reputation. Yeah, he's winning on reputation. I'm, I'm not saying that it's like empty reputation. No, it's deserved. It's, it's deserved. Yeah. He has earned it on reputation. Yeah. Yeah. People are saying, "Well, wait, defensive player of the year." It's got to be Mike Parsons. Yeah, there's no a- sophomore slump here. Okay, and it's it's so contagious what he does for the defense because even if you block him, it takes two, right? Maybe three, and if it takes three, somebody's going to get loose on yep. the other side, okay? And and they're going to. It's why Dallas leads the league in pressures as a team. Mm-hmm. So. I think all that is intriguing and attractive to Odell, but I think also attractive is it's the perfect fit for him because. He knows deep down you disagree with this, but he's not a number one. He he doesn't want to be a number one. He wants to be a two, maybe even a three. He went to LA to be a three and Robert Woods tore his ACL the day he arrived. But Skipper, that
3: that, that never leaves you. Once you become okay, I, that number I get one it. dog, yep. <laughs> you you always believe now whether or not your play can be representative of that, but you've been that dog, and that's how you see yourself, and that's why it's so hard for guys to all of a sudden, especially when you've been a guy. Skip, if you if you see quarterbacks, it's hard for quarterbacks to bend a guy all of a sudden become a backup as opposed to a guy that was marginal and they'd be back up for 15, 20 years. Okay. What was the question you had about Cam? Can mm-hmm. Cam be a backup? Mm-hmm. He's been the face of all franchises. He's been the guy. How are they gonna be sitting over there with a clip with, with headphones on, knowing somebody else is playing, and they're like, man, I'm better than him.
1: That's how Odell is. I okay, I got it. But I don't know that he wants the smoke, the heat, the expectation, the pressure of walking into, let's say, Dallas, let's say Kansas City, yeah. and all of a sudden, Odell, save us. I don't think that would be the view of Odell in Dallas because you're not the biggest fan of C.D. Lamb. I am. Right. I think it's pretty well established C.D. is the number one. And I think Odell would be perfectly happy just to edge in, just right. to, to sort of ease in as, as a Michael Gallup, as, as a, another Noah Brown, as, as another guy who could slowly but surely, as you rise and shine into the playoffs, just the way he did last year well, I think for the Rams, I, I do
3: think it's easier skip because you have already identified. He knows going to uh, uh LA
1: last year, Cooper Cup was already on a historic season. He was on a historic pace. He see, was the best you you can't do it in a vacuum, but but just on numbers, yeah. he was the best receiver in football. And skip, if you look at it, he's going now coming in, he's like, "Okay,
3: uh, Odell knows okay they removed Amari because they want CD to be number okay. one. Yep. So I he knows that in the back of his mind. So yeah, it's probably gonna be a lot easier because they've identified their number one. They've made greased the skid so he can be number one. So but Skip, it's hard for me to believe that he'll be anything less than two. He's better than Noah Brown, he's well, better well, than Michael Gallup. Obviously
1: Gallo. he is, but but he could ease into that that situation the way he did last year? Because remember, he played eight games for the Rams down the stretch right. last year, and he was quiet. Yeah. He averaged three catches for 34 yards for eight straight games. Yeah, Pretty quiet. And you said, I was hard on him. Well, I kept saying, show me, do something.
3: Well, I think the thing is, and it's going to be the same situation as this, Skip, it's a lot more difficult to get a guy come in midseason to find out well, what he is. can do. You get him in training camp, Skip, you get an opportunity to implement plays and find out what he's good at. Yep. Okay, what situation, what do we want to put him on? Is he better in the stack formation? He's better outside the numbers. He's better in the slot. So you get an it takes, idea. It, it, t- it, it,
1: it would take time. Yeah. You
3: I, don't really have time okay. to the But, but yep.
1: he did not explode. Again, you just read the numbers right. until at Tampa. Yeah. Right? Yeah. At Tampa, he explodes. He, he catches nine balls for 113 yards right. in what became a shootout. Right. That, that Brady rallied him back to 27 all, and then you know the rest of right. the story. Yeah. But Cooper Cup caught the big ball at the end that set up the walk-off field goal, and it was – yeah, 30 to 27, yes, right? Yes, yes. Okay, so the the point is that it's the perfect fit because I don't think Dallas, I in, in Jerry's heart of hearts, it's not going to be so much what Odell does on the field. It's it's just his presence. It's his aura. It's his mystique. I guess he'd wear 13. I, I don't know. But but all of a sudden, yeah. when, when, when you look and you see, wait a second, Odell Beckham Jr. is on their sideline. What about him is Gallup? I, I can't remember. No, because I think, not, I'm not I, a think good one, I know, D, I know I, a, the one of the corners or the DB has three. I think Wilson yeah, has three. Yeah, I was going to look this up and I blanked out. Yeah, so okay, I, I didn't do it, but I, w- whatever. We'll figure if Gallup has thirteen, then he should have thirteen. Now, like, no, like, I get him. No, 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 yes, that's the end. Sorry, Gallup has thirteen. No, is, <laughs> that's what he, I thought. Okay. I thought Gallup, was 13. Gallup has thirteen. Well,
3: I, if I am Odell, I'm not I want a big eighty-eight. Guy. If I'm Gallup, I want eighty. I mean, if I'm Odell, I want eighty-eight. Because I'm
1: close to the, the, the dogs that want 88. You know what? I, I'm going to tell you for a fact, he does not want 88. Why, well, you don't that, want that smoke? be the last smoke that that, he wants. Want all that smoke. He does not want 88. That would be the last thing. He might want 87. Wait, what do I want? He'll take one short of it, but not <laughs> 88. What? I don't care what he wears. Let him wear number one. I, I don't care. Let him wear zero like Westbrook. I don't care. I want him on my sideline. I want him. In the camera shot, I want the other team to know, wait a second, they got Odell. Yes. That's all I care about. I don't even care about the numbers because you just get
3: away people's number in Boss Man Fat
1: uh, One, you oh, got wait. Joseph. You Kelvin yeah. <laughs> You <laughs> just wait. get away. I
3: you don't even care. care. You just gave it away. Care. Hold on, Skip. You I need
1: pay. Odell. I need his presence. I need mystique. <laughs> I, I need I just need his social media or t- posting about the So you get
3: oh, so you get Odell.
1: Yeah. Super Bowl, y'all in Arizona. I think it would up our chances. Well, you just saw what happened with the Rams. Was he not a catalyst, an X factor, an over-the-top yeah. factor? Yeah. Okay. I, listen, I, I love all that. So here's the point. I think he's going to sit back, and I think he can watch, because I don't think this is going to happen until around the 1st of December, even though he's going to be declared healthy here right. pretty quickly. So I think he's sitting back, and I believe my team is about to go play for Odell Beckham, for his rights, you might say.
3: Man, they're going to be Green Bay. I mean, come on. Green, I I don't see great skill. Why would I go to Green Bay? Green Bay is four games back.
1: Okay, but I'm just saying, I've I've told you this before, and I'm going to reiterate, I'm going to get stronger and stronger on this today, tomorrow, and Friday as we lead up to the Fox game of the week. Right. The point is, I haven't seen Dak do anything for a long time because beating the Lions and the Bears is nothing to me. They were the two easiest back-to-back comeback games for Dak Prescott you could ever ask for at home. Now going up to Green Bay, it's a different story. I don't care how ravaged they are. I don't care how decimated they are. They're still the Packers, and they hope. have a history against what my team. What's the game going to be on Sunday? I don't know, but but the point is, they're a five-point dog, and and they're decimated. Be more than that. Okay, well, maybe so, and I hope you're right, and I think you're right. But then the next week, it, it, the ante gets upped again because you love Kirk Cousins. I don't, but it's at Minnesota, and I think Odell's going to sit back and say, well, let me watch that game and that game, and let's see what they do on Thanksgiving against my ex-team, the Giants, and if they win those three games, I'm Dallas bound because he said in, in his tweet I want to win. Okay. Well, sure. He wants to win.
3: You want to win? Well, you want to win. You better go to KC. Did he not watch what my homeboy did? He's like, man, I could be getting some of that. You, you really want to go there and be the savior of the Kansas you, you City ain't no, Chiefs? Did you? No, the savior's already there. Oh, is he? Yeah. No, he's he trying to throw somebody. He can't he, catch it. He, he, he he to anybody. Uh. You see, he threw to the backup tight end, yeah. 25 yards down the field. Who it to their tight end, covered by a uh, 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 safety, 25 yards down the field,
1: my homeboy. Okay, well he's the best pass catching tight end in football. No, I talk about Kelsey. Okay. No, he didn't throw the ball to Kelsey. Okay. You remember what
3: Juju? How Juju? Oh, Juju? Let me ask you a question. How Juju looked the last two three years in uh, Pittsburgh?
1: Okay. Do you, do you think Juju is hailed as the savior of the Kansas City Chiefs as a wide receiver, the the Tyreek replacement? Nobody thinks of him that way.
3: Look at. Look what he doing for MBS. Man, Odell go right in, fit right in, go get him a bunch of guns and balls. No. You're, around, you're, my homeboy spread that thing out. Here's
1: the truth. You know I'm right about Odell going to Dallas and you fear it and and it disgusts you the mere thought of it. So you're trying to poo-poo it, you're trying to <laughs> you're trying to speak it out of existence, no, what, what, and you're not going to be able to win this you've one. You've been telling me for
3: three months. If Odell was all of that, somebody should sign him and stash him away.
1: Yep. That's what you've been telling me. Okay. Nope. I, hadn't, I didn't see this coming for the Dallas exactly. Cowboys. Exactly. So, in other words, now, now I'm his- good. <laughs> takes- now I'm in the catbird seat. Yeah. yeah. That's what this is. Yep. This is
3: about now all of a sudden you have an opportunity to get his services. When you didn't think you were in line to get his
1: services, he's not that good. He will give us an America's Team discount. Why? Because he was born to play for the Cowboys, and I'll tell you why, because I'm about to show you quickly why. Do you remember this catch that he made? Yeah. One Sunday night against my map. Dallas Cowboys. This put him on the map. But guess who it was against? My Dallas Cowboys. This is Eli over Brandon Hughes car one hand. Greatest catch ever. Greatest catch ever.
0: Woo!
3: One hand. Way on to you. go. Odell. Hold it. Ball didn't
1: move. There was no question it was a catch he was interfered with. No question it was a catch. That's a catch. And that put Odell on the national map. Why did it put him on the national map? Because the opponent was America's team. No, it was on Sunday night If he'd done it against Jacksonville, it would not have mattered nearly as much. This was America's team on Sunday night football. And you know and I know that that catch, it it, it even got – Immortalized because my Cowboys came back to win the game. So he, uh, feeding off the aura of my Cowboys, he became internationally famous in a game they lost to my Cowboys. It happens sometimes. Okay? But hey, Michael Jordan became
3: internationally famous for that 63-point effort mm. in a game he no, lost. He, and he why? Not. Because yeah. it was against the big three Celtics. But Skip, you and I both know. Say it with me. That was a catch. Mm. The guy caught the ball. Mm. He went through to the ground. Okay. He maintained possession of the football throughout the entirety of the act of catching the
1: football. And your point is? That's a catch. Okay. As opposed to one that happened in Green Bay, <laughs> hey, that, that we're going kid. to talk that about that in kid. just a moment. I don't know what you did. Let that go. Huh?
3: That was a decade ago.
1: Yeah. Let By it boy, go. Des was tweeting yesterday, he said it's a real vibe down here. He tweeted to Odell, "That's the truth." What oh, a no real vibe, vibe. Stop it, Yaka Oh Baby Bird, no, it's on. a vibe. I keep trying to change the subject, on, uh, and you're failing. Let me ask you a question: Who was at the game the
3: other night against the Brooklyn Nets? Who was at the game, Skip? Michael. Courtside,
1: okay, so? watching
3: baby bird.
1: So, what's your point? He lives there. <laughs>
3: no, huh? He he wanted to see the the no, baddest he, man on the planet. Well, he went to watch Kevin Durant. What else, yeah, he what he did? You set me up for that one. Thank you. Watching Mr. He said watching a Free Throw. Yeah, huh? For, for the first time in sixty-two shots, baby bird yeah. would give it to him. He was giving it. First of all, he was giving it to Ben Simmons, yeah. and then Katie said, "Let me get some of that." Lucas said, "For real?
0: You want you're some you're of this, failing, Katie?" You're
1: failing to change the subject. Odell, welcome to Dallas. No, no, no. We love you. This man is, is Skip, the better. part. Everybody knows. Excuse, excuse me,
3: Jen. Everybody knows. They've heard this man say for five months, mm-hmm. if Odell was all of that, somebody should just stash him away.
1: Yeah, he we're, has.
3: To, we're gotta, about to stash him. He, he has two surgeries You know, yep. he's coming off two ACL. Well,
1: he is. Welcome to Dallas, but- Odell.
2: It would almost be a homecoming for OBJ. Of course, he was born in Baton Rouge while both his parents were athletes at LSU, but his dad's from Marshall, two hours away from Dallas. I don't know, Skip. I think you might be onto something He ain't on All right, he gentlemen. He
3: something. He need to get off that. Up
2: next. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> Let's move on. What did Aaron Rodgers have to say about oh. Sunday's game against the Cowboys? Shannon, you got to even out the scales here on this one. And why is Tom Brady embarrassed about the Bucks? Ooh, oh. it's going to be good. We're back in just a moment.
0: Or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. All
2: right, yep. The Packers did drop to three and six on the season, but Aaron Rodgers says he's ready to welcome Skip's Cowboys to Lambeau Field this Sunday. Appearing on the Pat McAfee podcast, Rogers said, quote, I always believe in myself first, and I bet on myself first, to go out there and to impact the game and to be great. I still know I have that within me. I'm still the reigning, defending two-time MVP, regardless who's out there with me. Guys wanna come battle, they know where to find me. I'll be in the center of that huddle expecting greatness, trying to inspire the best I can and lay it out on the line. Whew. There's a lot to unpack there. Shannon, do you like or have a problem with what Aaron
3: said? So, Skip, where was that guy on Sunday? Those guys in that huddle that was looking for that guy in the middle of that huddle that was expecting greatness, where was that guy at? The fact that Aaron Rodgers got to mention I'm a two-time reigning MVP. Okay, yeah, guess what? Two-time reigning MVP, went one and two in the postseason. Only won three games. He won three games. Mm. Come on, Skip. The Packers averaged 17 points a game. That's the fewest since 1992. Mm. Brett Favre's first season. The, the Lions held the two-time reigning MVP to nine points. In the previous games, they gave up 32. They gave up the most yards, the most points. And they got 9 they got
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Huh. Skip, I don't know if you know this. Kirby Joseph, guess what he is now. Mm. Defensive Player of the Week <laughs> against the reigning two-time MVP. Yep. He got something they never can take away from him. I was Defensive Player of the Week. Yeah, you ain't played nobody. Probably you probably played some little scrub. Mm. Nah, bro. I picked off the reigning MVP two times over. Mm-hmm. What the skill? I just want somebody to tell me what the hell does two reigning MVPs got to do with that's so nice? Even more despicable. Now I'm even more disgusted. The two-time reigning MVP got three victories. The two-time reigning MVP got three victories. Now he already just told you. He said he doesn't care who's out there with him. Yeah. Okay. So why the hell you th- why you got three win- why you got three wins? Mm. If it does not matter, it's all about you, and that's what you keep telling us. It's all about me. It don't matter what anybody else do. It's about me, the reigning MVP. I need to know why. Eric got three interceptions. Three, five-yard line in the end zone, twenty-two-yard line. That's where they, that's where they had the ball. Got picked off closer to the goal line. Yep. I'm just trying to figure out. So they got the next three games: Cowboys, Titans, and Eagles. That don't look pretty. Now, all these teams can go. Guess what they can do, Skip? Get after your quarterback. All these teams guess what they can do, Skip? Run the football. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna check back in in three weeks and see what that reigning, the two-time reigning MVP, Mm. I'm gonna see what his record is. I'm gonna see what he got to say about that. They ain't got nothing to do with this. I ain't skip. I, I I don't know. Maybe you've been around the game a lot longer than I played it. But I've never heard in 30 years somebody mention, in a losing streak mention what they are. What the hell they got to do with me? What they got to do with us now? Mm. I should be more disgusted that you're the two-time reigning MVP and here we are sitting at three and six. They're mm. just joking here. But again, what is it about Skip? He got to mention what he is. Not the team. ain't nothing bad. we're struggling right now, man. We're going to get that thing together, though. It's about him. I'm, do y'all know who I am? Yeah, they losing. Yeah, you know. they, yeah, that, yeah, they agree. They're not very good. I, I, it don't matter who around, you know anybody want, but me. Mm. It's all about him. Always about him. I've never heard Peyton Manning mention I'm, I'm the two-time. I've never heard Tom Brady. I've never heard any other MVP. Joe Montana, I've never even heard it. As a matter of fact, I played with John for a decade, and he I didn't even know him. If you didn't know it, you would never know he won the MVP. He never mentioned it.
1: Don't need to. Don't have to. Don't want to. This is different. This guy is put together very differently than any quarterback ever. I've been on him from the start, all-time finger-pointing blame deflector, master media manipulator that I've ever seen. You have lauded his ability to throw the football because you've never seen anything quite like it before. It is, to use your term, transcendent. Yes. But as a leader, he's the opposite of transcendent. He is transparent is what he is. Yes. Because he's a fraud as a leader. Yet— I get where he's coming from at this moment yesterday on the McAfee show. I get it because I think he's looking at Sunday's opponent as the one opponent in this league he has owned psychologically and performance-wise. He has owned my Cowboys. I don't care what you say. He has owned us, and he is 2-0 in the postseason against my Dallas Cowboys, and He's 7-2 and two overall, and the the w- first loss came in his third start of his career, so I chalked that one up. His his team gave up 217 yards rushing at Lambeau, so I, I don't put that one on Aaron. And the only other time he lost was when it was a <laughs> welcome world. It was – It was versus they started? It, no, it was the, the Dak and Zeke game for oh, okay, Lambeau. It was hello world for right. them. Like, uh-oh, wait, that's the day I, I came in here on that Monday. I said I, – I, I, I think I got something yep. here because they went up there and just did a number on the Packers, they did, but it was both Dak and Zeke Correct. rising above Aaron who played pretty well. Otherwise he has annihilated and humiliated us. And I think he's speaking from a position of strength just because he knows that opponent is coming back. That's just me. And, and I do respect and fear him only against my team because to all your points, when you say i'm the I'm still the reigning defending two-time MVP," and where did that get you in the postseason? Because all time in the postseason, the transcendent thrower of the football is now eleven and ten overall. Right. overall, he's eleven and ten. But since that long ago, far away Super Bowl run where they went on the road to win four straight games, right. including the Super Bowl in Dallas, since then, he's seven and nine in the postseason. Seven and nine, and as you well know, we've talked about it a thousand times. The last two years, he was the number one seed in the conference and lost games at home to Tom Brady and then to Jimmy G yeah. last year. And and he stunk. He stunk up both games. And and he backed up the MVP. No, he invalidated the MVP both times, right. right? Yes. And if you look hard at the seven games he's won in the postseason since the Super Bowl, he beat Joe Webb, a receiver starting a quarterback mm-hmm. for the Vikings. Then he beat Kirk Cousins, at Kirk Cousins. We're going to discuss him in a few minutes. I just don't trust him in big games. And then there was the, we're going to discuss this in a few minutes, the Dez robbery because Dez caught it. Then there was the, speaking of Odell's we just did, there was the, Odell goes to South Beach for the boat trip to get ready for the frozen Tundra playoff game, (laughs) which was Odell's first. Right. And they were not ready to play in that game. Then there was the Mason crossbar game at Dallas which just tore my guts out when Mason crossbar makes intergalactic field goals from 56 and 51, neither of which I thought had a prayer of making it over the crossbar. And both of them did. I don't know how then remember they beat the Rams when Aaron Donald had cracked ribs and Jared Goff was playing with pins in his throwing thumb. Okay. It's just not impressive. Even the seven, but I, I give him the fact that when he plays Dallas and I have a theory about this, which I'm going to do in my podcast today, but but the, the, he he loves to beat Dallas. He just loves to. And so, a lot of players do love to beat Dallas. And he has beaten Dallas routinely and consistently. Skip, I, look, I used to have
3: an uncle that every time I brought someone around, you say, you know, I used to change that boy's diaper. We're very different people now. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers is a different player, and the Cowboys are a very different team. I hope team. you're right, and I think you're right. I and, think you're right. But, Skip, he keeps telling you what he is. Yep. The two-time reigning MVP is the quarterback of a team that's averaging 17 points a game. Yeah, he's the quarterback of a team that's three and six. Instead of say, uh, instead of saying
1: you know we're strong, we us. I, I what, got it. He's he giving you his accolades. No, I I got it. But at Detroit, he's right when he said we went up and down the field. They did. They went up and down the field. But when it came time to cash, three straight times, it was his. So uncharacteristic blunders because he remember he just won back to back MVPs he threw five interceptions and four interceptions right. in those two seasons what's he known for not throwing interceptions right then he throws three against the worst defense in yeah. pro football at Detroit right yeah. but three the thing, no, and they were horrendous but
3: Skip in order for you, like in football I don't know if Aaron knows this but there's an area it's fifty yards long and ten yards deep. If you're on offense, you only get points if you get in that area. So going up and down the field don't do a damn thing no, for you.
1: It doesn't. But but he, he was making the point. Hey, we beat ourselves. No, you beat yourself. Yes, right. Yes. Ain't nobody he didn't the, say that. Excuse
3: yeah. me. Ain't nobody forming the ball. Ain't no, nobody did that. No. Nope. You. You did that. How many interceptions did you throw in the end zone? Two. And then throw what through another one at, the, uh, at the, like the four yard line. Was. It was like at the four yard line.
1: Yep. You're going in. You, 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 we're talking about 21 point swing there, yeah. right? Yeah, twenty-one points. Well, obviously, if you cash those three, yeah, we, we're having a different. We were going it. up and down the field. Then you should have
3: said, and then I gagged it. We were going. We were doing a great job. We were running the football. We was dumping it off. Guys were making plays, and then I gagged it
1: up. Okay, so I believe that psychologically. Aaron is hanging on to the fact that he's made such big plays against Dallas, and I'm going to show you one that that I still I lose sleep over this one. Remember the playoff game? Dak Zeke's rookie year. It's after the 2016 season. We've got home field advantage. Right. We're the number one seed. We went 13 and 3. They jump out 21 to 3 on us, and Dak brings us all the way back by throwing for 305 yards, and all of a sudden we got a 31 all tie. Remember this? Mm-hmm. And we push them back into third and twenty. At the 32-yard line, third and 20, there's 12 seconds left in the game. Don't you think you got a pretty good chance of winning that football game on third and 20? Oh, absolutely. And as you say, he went to Jared. If we could see what happens, I'll never get over this when He does the roll right, and they move the pocket over to Mm -hmm. the right, and he waits and he waits, and Jared Cook runs all the way across the field against a prevent defense, and it becomes just a pitch and catch right up the sideline. It is a pretty easy throw and a pretty easy catch. And he makes sure he gets his feet down. And all of a sudden, I look up, and they got a 51-yard field goal to win it. And if we could see the field goal, it's the damnedest thing I've ever seen. It, It was either hand of God or something. Look, he hooks it left. When have you ever seen a field goal hook to the left and suddenly fade back to the right and make it just inside the left upright? Right. It's impossible because it's indoors. There's no wind. It looked windblown, right? <laughs> the, the roof is up. Right. And the roof's on top, right? right? And so, so what happened there? I have no idea. And then just to drive home my point about how confident he is against the Cowboys, then he comes back to Jerry World the next year for a regular season game, and they're trailing near the end. If we could see what happened with 11 seconds left they get it first and 10 at the 12-yard line because he ran for 18 yards. And the first try, he's got... A guy named Devontae Adams. I didn't even know who Devontae Adams was. No. Covered by little Jordan Lewis, who's like 5'10 versus 6'. What is it, Devontae? 6'3 maybe? 6'2? 6'2, yeah. And, and Aaron goes right back to him, and they just did it again. Right. They just said, well, he can't stop us. Right. Okay, you're going to stick him over there and single again on Devontae? Well, I didn't even know who he was. I didn't. Right. He had no reputation. And that's the game winner with 12 seconds left. Let's get up. Okay. That's who he's, that's what he's speaking from. He, he's thinking, do do you know who I am against yeah, these guys? But he ain't got Devontae. He don't have nope, Jordy Nelson. He, does not. he don't have Greg Jennings nope. or James Jones nope. or Donald Driver he does or a
3: 25-year-old Randall well, Cobb. Well
1: heck, he doesn't even have Romeo Dobbs, who, who's out with a, what do you have an ankle injury? Right?
3: Yeah. He got Alan Lazard and uh Chris Christian Woods. And,
1: yep. So we're gonna find out. Okay, we're going to find out. I'm with you. They are teetering on extinction right here. I know our man Lil Wayne wrote him off last week and said, R.I.P. to the season. But as Aaron said after the game, and I don't I don't disagree with his premise. He says, just we got two games at home. Let us win these two home games. And this thing would look a little different. Well, that's true. If they could get to what would that make him five and six, it would start to look a little different if they could beat. Dallas And they got Tennessee on Thursday, I think, right. at home. Okay. So that's what he's looking Well, they're
3: going to have to do a better job of stopping the run. And you know Tennessee can pressure the quarterback. Can Ask Mahomes. Yep. No, they got after <laughs> They can get yep. after your
1: quarterback. Agreed.
2: It's America's Game of the Week, gentlemen. A true Sunday soap opera. Right now, Fox Bet has the line at five points. In your favor, Skip, we'll find out. All right. After a four and five start to the season, speaking of struggling teams, Tom Brady on the Let's Go podcast shared some thoughts on what's bothering him the most this season. It was very enlightening. Take a listen.
1: There's only so deep of a hole that you can dig. And, you know, if you dig yourself too deep a hole, you got no shot coming out of it. There's definitely some things we do well. There's a lot of things we don't do well. Too much of good, bad, good, bad, good, bad, good, bad leaves you average. And no one's trying to be average. If you want to be a great team, you got to be way better than average. So... Correcting our mistakes, improving our effort, which that's probably the most embarrassing part of our team is our effort level on game day. And that's something we better fix.
2: Pretty Mm. raw. Embarrassed about the effort level on game day. Shannon, do you like or do you have a problem with what Tom Brady just said?
3: Tom had a lot of stuff in there that I don't agree with. Like, I don't have a problem with a receiver dropping the ball. Bruh, Bill O'Brien jumped your... You know what? Because you dropped Ty Kwon Underwood. Mm-hmm. And every time somebody drops a ball, what are we
1: doing? That Let- wasn't a drop ball. That was a wrong route. But go ahead.
3: Let's effing go.
1: Yeah. What about the time on the sideline Tell my guys? We're so much better. Stop this, Tom. You're not okay with. Okay, but when he on the drop passes, he called himself out. He said, "I make a lot of mistakes pre snap. I, I I check down to the uh, check out to the wrong play." He 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 said, "I'm at fault more than they're at fault for dropping balls." So why don't anybody yell at him? Well, I, they could if they wanted to. No, they couldn't. Know. You know that's not going to happen. Well, I
3: don't know. See the pro- the problem that I have is that you and you feel that because Tom Brady has won Super Bowls, he's won seven of them. Seven of them. He's the goat quarterback. You feel that Tom Brady is what I, and I don't I don't I don't subscribe to that theory. I don't care how much you've accomplished. It doesn't give you the right because you are accomplished in one area that I can say whatever I want to and it's okay because I'm accomplished. And that's how you that's how you and others have built Tom Brady up. Is that Tom Brady should be able to correct a receiver? He should be able to yell and scream
1: because he's just so passionate. Okay? So now you're ripping Tom Brady for saying I don't care if they drop balls. I I don't get it. Because you know that's a lie. Okay, now you're calling him a liar. Yes, yes. So he can't win. Yes, if he if said I, I despise it when they drop balls. No, no. I'm going to go scream in their face when they drop the next no, ball. Skip.
3: Then you you're going to kill him for that. Skip. So in other words so you saying he doesn't care if a player drops a ball when he's constantly yelling at guys and saying what are we doing. Let's effing go. If that's the case when you just blow it off like come on guys. Okay. That's not what he does. Okay. I, skip, and I don't got no problem. Just be straight up. Be honest. We know that ir- the great with it irks. I play with the great one. And it bothered him when we dropped the ball, I'm especially sure especially your best players. He took it more personal when I dropped the pass because he would always tell me, T, you better than that.
1: I expect more okay. from you. Do you think he really got upset when little Scotty Miller dropped the ball in the end zone that would have won the game at you, that point? You, you know why?
3: he? Let me tell you why he got upset. Because of that, that point.
1: We had played bad. That's our opportunity.
3: We got the game won, and yes, he dropped it. Hey, you try to put a positive spin on
1: this, Skip, but you're like, damn, did we just
0: lose the game where here?
1: Okay, but I don't think he expects much more from a little Scotty Miller because he's just a guy no, to skip. talk. no, 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 he's not.
3: Because if you think about it, you just told me the other day, Monday, who he was extens- extensively throwing to? Well, Scotty Miller. He
1: finally just said, it's all I got. Okay, then. So he has the confidence. And, and, th- and he also knew that when Jalen Ramsey's over there, they're, they're just ignoring him. like they're, they're just like scoffing at him. And he's,
3: and he's throwing the ball over there to Scotty Miller with Jalen Ramsey over there. He's got Mike Evans on the field. He's got Chris Godwin on the field. He's got other guys on the field. But he's exclusively going to Scotty
1: Miller, which tells you that he has confidence that Scotty Miller can get it done. Well, he trusted he – catch those balls, because if he drops one of those, the game's going to end, right? Skip, look,
3: Tom Brady needs to play better. He's not playing well by his stance. I measure Tom Brady by Tom Brady, not somebody else. Not that, you should look at how many passing yards he has, and look at his touchdown interception ratio. Okay. That's not how you measure him, okay. Skip. All
1: right, I got it, but you're burying the lead, because the lead is, he just called out his team for lack of effort. In Tom's history, he has never, ever remotely done anything like this. That's what I wanted you to respond
3: to. So what about Tom's effort?
1: Okay. Well, I, in, previous to this, he called himself out for making wrong choices and making bad throws. But he said in the big picture, we need to improve our effort. And he said that's been embarrassing. Our effort has been embarrassing. But see,
3: here's the thing, Skip. See, we don't know when Tom makes a mistake. And so that when he throws, when he's talking, when he's yelling at the receivers and he's throwing clipboards, that's not because he's making a mistake. He's making it seem as if somebody else
1: has made the mistake. Well, Shannon, he is the greatest quarterback See? ever. And you, well, you got to give him some Skip, break I get, here. Skip, I just, uh, all he did the other day, he has two long drives for touchdowns that win the game, and Scotty drops the first one, and he executes Skip. the one at the one-yard line to win the Skip, game. Okay, just, he did that. Skip.
3: Okay. You just made my case. I saved that. the season. Skip, I just said that. I said you and others, because he's so accomplished, you feel that Tom can yell and scream and carry on and
1: do whatever he wants. Well, he's not yelling and screaming. He didn't do any yelling and screaming. I told you that had a lot to do with trying to finalize a divorce that was hanging over his head. Did you see him yell and scream this past Sunday? Yeah. I did not. Yeah. He looked serene to me. Yeah.
3: Skip, remember? You remember the guy that said Skip? He looked like he's on edge? Mm-hmm. He looked like he's very irritable, like a man that got a lot of things on his mind? You see how gone he looks? Do you see? Do, you told me I was,
1: that was my imagination. Hey, oh, no. I said I had no idea that he was trying to finalize a divorce in the middle of the football season. You were the only I, I thought they were just split. I thought they were going through problems off the field. Even, you know? even if that was the case, Skip, that steers wears on a person. Sure.
3: Okay. And that's all I was trying to tell you that he had okay. things that wasn't football related I know, but that this was, was impacted. coming
1: to this was coming to a crescendo in the middle of his football season when he needs laser focus, when he needs time to pr- prep and he's spending time talking to teams of lawyers. Let's
3: you're the only person in America who didn't think Tom was impacted by what was going on off the field.
1: Okay, all right. Well, then I have no idea about Tom Brady. I've been wrong about him from the start. Here we go again. No. You have been wrong about him yeah. since day one, you, and yeah. you won't give skip, it up. Just he, he makes you eat it on yeah. Sunday, and you still just, won't, give it it. No, you won't give it up. I told you from I told you since training camp, the man had things yeah. going on. Okay. No, he's all right. not. Okay, but all right. skip, all right. Just admit why I, you want everybody. I'm not going to admit you? it because exactly. I didn't know he was trying to finalize a just divorce. Just because you okay. Well, Stop
3: it. But I didn't know he. 2016, that he was going to play seven more years and he was going to win Super Bowls. Yeah. I didn't know. Well, you didn't know. Exactly. He, he made you, you look, look like a fool. And, and made you, I made you look like a you fool.
1: You did not make me like, I, told I didn't you. know it was a divorce. He, you did kill. not make me look. Kill. Okay, let's All let's get back to business. You you won't even deal with I he, dealt with he it. He just gave you something on a silver platter. And I dealt with and, it. And, and yeah. you're so locked up and he's playing bad that you won't even jump on. He, he just called out his team for lack of effort. He's part of the team. Never in his history. Is he part of Never the team? Thank you. Okay. Go, go. This is what you're supposed to run I, with. And you're ever, talking about drop passes. You, you're, you're ignoring the story. No. Talk about the That's story. That's what you want to talk about. No, it's not just what I, everybody wants to talk about. Well, you call that I'm a team. I'm talking about what I want to talk have, I said you what ever I said. Talked to, have, have you ever heard Tom talk about a team lacking effort? Did he ever say that in New England? We don't play with enough effort. So how? No. Much, let me ask you a question. Well, how much focus did
3: he have by taking his ass to a wedding on a Friday night?
1: Okay, I told you. No, I no, like no, 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 don't answer that. I, I just said know, I, I blasted him for it. I okay didn't then. like it. So there's the focus right there. Okay. So he's talking about himself, right? All right. Okay. Okay, I, then. I got Oh, it. there okay. you go. All right. I got it. But he rallied the team to four and five. And guess what, ladies and gentlemen? They're leading the division. Stay, think about what you just said. Okay. You see? You see, he did it. Yep. He also got them at four or
3: five mm-hmm. losses. He did that too. Wait,
1: how many interceptions has he thrown this year? How many touchdowns has he how throw? Many, how many has he thrown? How oh, many? He's got, on one. How many guys got more? Wait, touchdowns? Would how you, many guys? would you believe that Tom Brady leads the whole NFL in touchdown to interception ratio? Did you know that Tom ratio, Brady? Did you know? Did you know? Did you know Tom
3: Brady is 16th in touchdown passes? Did you know Tom yeah. Brady was 16th okay. in QBR? You know,
1: you know you're Brady hater. <laughs> suffocating. <laughs> not <laughs> not hater. Hate. It's it's Deal with great. the facts. Okay, here's the. fact. Fact. It's my turn to talk since you spewed all your (laughs) hatred. Okay. Here's the point. He is calling out his team because he knows they're not out of the woods. This schedule is unrelenting. You realize they're going to fly all the way over to Munich to play a gimme? No, they get to play the leader of the NFC West. The, the biggest surprise in the NFC, they're going to have to play Geno and the Seahawks yeah. in Munich when they are riding the highest. They're, they're a game well. up on San Francisco in the West. Yeah. I never thought I'd see the day. I thought they were dead in the water. Once Russ was gone, so did everybody else. And all of a sudden, they got to go deal with Seattle. They're a Slight favorite in the game, but only a slight. Then they get a bye. Then they have to go to Cleveland. We saw what Cleveland just did to Cincinnati. But, but, but let me ask you a question. Is Deshaun back then? No, he's not back yet. Okay. That's not until December the 4th. But then okay. here comes New Orleans. Remember the last time New Orleans went to Tampa? It was 9 to nothing Saints at the end of the year yeah, last but, year. Yeah, but you know they're not okay? the same team. The, their defense is still really good to me. I, I could there tell will be though, a the Well, uh, I could tell that Lamar took the game over. That's yeah. what I could tell. I think they're really – well, you saw what they did to the Raiders. I know the Raiders are reeling, but they they shut out the Raiders. They shut them completely out. Then guess what? Brady's got to go out and play his – favorite childhood team. He's got to go to San Francisco for a game against the 49ers. Then the next Brady, Joe Burrow, is coming to Tampa. they got to deal with the Bengals. And and we know the Bengals are capable of just exploding on people, especially on a defense that teeters like Tampa Bay's does. And then here we go on Christmas Day. They go to Arizona. They should be able to win that game. But then here comes Carolina on New Year's Day, which is a division rival. And Carolina is still dangerous on defense because they did a number on him already once at Carolina. Right and they have to finish at Atlanta. That's no joke. It used to be when Matt Ryan was in Atlanta, it was a cakewalk. But no longer. I know it's not about Marcus Mariota. It's just about a good football team that's way better than I thought it was going to be. So my point is, if you're just barely clinging to the lead in the NFC going south, well, look at this. There are a bunch of losable games here. But, Skip, but you're in the NFC South. Okay, but but again – it, to, to overcome Atlanta, you're going to have to win some of these games against Seattle, against New Orleans, yeah. against the 49ers, against the Bengals, yeah. at Atlanta. Well, you're going to have to win some of these games.
3: Yeah, but you saw the number that the Bengals just did on Atlanta. So they're playing very similar okay. schedules. And so we, we'll see how this plays out, Skip. Look, if you told me they were in another division and somebody had seven wins, somebody had eight wins, I was like, Skip, they're in trouble. Okay. But because they're they're in the lead with a 4-5 and five record, they're not out of the woodwork. Skip, okay. eight, nine wins could okay. win this division.
1: Can, can they win? What do they have left? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight five, six, seven, eight. Eight games. Can they win five of these games? Yes. I don't know. Yes. Man, yes. I, I just don't know. Hold on.
3: This man just talked about he they got the greatest quarterback. They're talking about you talking about how well Brady's playing, and then you question whether or not they can win five of the eight games.
1: He was throwing to Scotty Miller and Kate Otten, a rookie out of Washington tight ends. Skip, really?
3: Skip, skip. He didn't get the guys out
1: of the concession stack, line. They're on the team. Okay, and this defense, do I really trust it? Again, you, you, what did you tell me about the Rams? You, you want to talk about lo- losing their way? Well, yeah, they, they can't they, run it, and, and all of a sudden, Matt Stafford can't throw it. Well, they, yeah. And they can't protect. No. Right? Right. You're okay? right. So was it that big a deal to, to shut him down and hold him? Would they have like 206 yards right. total?
3: Right. Would they have 13 points? 13 points.
1: Yeah. Okay. Okay. I don't think that was that big a deal. Do I trust this defense? Remember, that they lost Shaq Barrett for the year, so they don't have a premier pass rusher. There's no JPP. Skip. There's no Sue. Skip. Right? What do you mean you don't trust it when you just told me about how great he was because
3: he led two game winning drives yeah, okay. against the Rams that you okay. just said that's okay. not very good?
1: Desperate times call for desperate measures. I think he just called them out hoping to flip some deep psychological switch that so far has not been flipped. They're going to have to play desperate football down the stretch because he looks at this and says, my God, this. This is not simple. There were years, like last year, year before, you could look down the schedule and say win, 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 and I don't think you say win, win, win here.
3: Well, they're a different team now. They're not as they're not as dominant. The defense is not as dominant. The players are a little older. Uh, excuse me. Um, Chris Godwin is not the same player he was that first year Tom got there. Tom is not playing like the first or the second-year quarterback when he was in Tampa, Skip, and that's okay. He's 45.
1: Okay. He well,
3: is 45,
1: Skip. Right. I think a flip, uh, a switch got flipped. I, I think he <laughs> cleared the mental decks going into this game last week against you, the Rams. Skip,
3: you, you just told me it was the Rams. Mm-hmm. Are the Rams okay. any good? But I'm
1: just saying you had to win that game or you're you're dead. I still don't believe they're dead
3: because <laughs> guess what? Everybody that's in the division, they still got to play them again. So uh, guess what? If I just beat everybody, in my, even if I had lost that game, so that would have made them what? Three and three and six. Six. If I beat everybody in that division, so that means I would have I would have swept Atlanta, swept New Orleans, and we split one and one against Carolina. Now I just got to find a way to win one more, two more games,
1: and boom, I'm in the bird seat again. Well, those two more games, I, I just gave you the schedule. It's not that simple. Skip, but it's still— Is the, a gimme? No, is, the, no, is, no. Is at Arizona
3: a gimme? Yeah, the way they play, and yeah, that's a gimme. Know. But, Skip, here's the thing. Yes, they're not playing, but they're still Tampa. They still got a lot of pride down there. They Although do. sometimes they don't play like they got a lot of pride. And they hang their heads. But they're still a team that you got to deal with. Now, you can't overlook them and tell them, oh, that's an easy one. I guarantee you, nobody's looking at their schedule. And if Tampa's on their schedule, they say, yeah, that's a dub. Ain't nobody doing that. No. <laughs> they're not doing that, Skip. Well, why do you think that? Because, Skip, look.
1: Because of 12. Skip, 12 is good. But, Skip, come on now. You don't want to give that defense any credit? I do. And if they get Antoine Winfield back, you got a chance because I like the back end. I just don't love the front end because I th- there's no star power in the front end. No, they don't. They Unless don't. it's Vita Vea. Well, Yeah,
3: Vita Vea had
1: the game of his life. Because the Rams can't block anybody. <laughs> they
3: can't. Okay. He did a number on Evans. You're right. All right. Bingo. So now you Here feel good. Go. That, so now what? They're going to win the division, right? Which you already knew they were going to Well, win I the- predicted they are going to go win the Super Bowl, so they better win the division or they, they're they done. No, I mean, yeah, you got to win the division. You're not, They're not getting two teams out of that division. Okay,
1: well, the only thing I like about this is if you do win the division, you actually get a home playoff game.
3: I'm not, not so sure that's a good thing considering how many games
1: you've lost at home. Okay, you could be right. <laughs> we'll find out.
2: I love when y'all get spirited on this show. And I have a feeling the next topic is going to get you going even what? more. What? Shannon, your Lakers, are they willing to trade to help LeBron? Wow, what? what an idea.
3: <laughs> what we That's
2: coming trade? up next on Undisputed.
1: <laughs> this episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time.
2: Shams reporting the Lakers are, quote, moving in a direction where they'll resist trading first-round picks. Lakers, of course, 2-8 and eight to start the season, LeBron missing the Lakers' last contest with a foot injury. All right, Shannon, can you see your Lakers making any dramatic moves to try and fix this situation? No.
3: They've come to the realization this is a bad team. You know, Skip, we, we're going to wait till Thanksgiving to see how things play out, and then we'll reassess the situation. But what are you going to trade? Does a genie bus got a, like a, a a doll set that's an antique or easy bake oven from the sixties that you want to trade? Yeah. Uh, what does Rob Pelinka have? Maybe a marble set or GI Joes, some ancient uh, antique GI Joes. Maybe. What does what does what do the Lakers have of value that some other teams say, you know what? Yeah, we will take that off your hand because I think that's going to make us better. What? You got AD, you got LeBron. I'm thinking you want to keep those guys. Mm. So I'm just trying to figure out, Skip, they don't got anything. The Lakers are not good. The Lakers have the worst offense in the NBA. They're the worst team from three in the NBA. They've lost their past three games by an average of almost 20 points. <laughs> their defense has slipped. Now, at once, they were oh, hanging out well. on their defense. They're the top-rated defensive team. They just gave up a buck-39 in regulation. To the Utah Jazz. To Utah. Utah wiped the floor with them uh, two nights earlier, three they nights did. earlier. And then what they call them, came and
1: the Cavs came and Whopped them. But, by the way, Utah is now leading the West? Where did that come from? Thank you. I thought they were going to be lottery for sure. We're, we're not guy, not
3: one, with not one all-star. with mm-hmm. not one guy that's ever made an all-star. Mm-hmm. Thinking about being an all-star. Maybe he was an all-star on his little, a little, a little league team or something. But not in the NBA. Wipe the floor with him. Mm. So, Skip, at this point in time, I mean, what could you possibly – okay, you trade those two first-round picks to do what? To be in the play-in? You're not contending. This is not a contending team. No way around it. It's that simple. I, I I hate to be the bearer of bad
1: news. Yeah. But sometimes you just got to say it, damn it. This okay. team isn't good. And by the way, to your point about the two future picks in, in 2027 and 2029, both are unprotected first-round picks, meaning who knows what could happen. Yeah. They could be some future superstar. And you're going to give those up for to do what right now?
3: Well, considering where you are – Skip, think about this. Considering where you are currently – with LeBron, yeah, he's in year twenty. With Anthony Davis, he's in year what ten or eleven? Okay, probably by that time, both guys will be gone. If you're that bad with them, how, what you gonna be? What you gonna be without them? Hmm. Okay. So guess what? You're right. There might be there might be a Wimpy Yama out there. There might be another LeBron or a Zion. It might be. You never know. But there, I don't see a deal skip. When I look at the Lakers and I watch them closely. Skip, I don't know. You get Miles Turner and, and, and Buddy Hill mm-hmm. to
1: do what? Yeah. You're the fifth seed. By the way, Miles Turner had a game. 37 and 12. Game. Monster game the other night.
3: 37 and 12. Got 1,000 career blocks. Okay. That ain't none of
1: my business. So <laughs> we spent much of the preseason building up to game number one talking about can they trade Russell Westbrook. And I said he's untradeable now because he's a disaster. He's a liability, and he has been exposed on the biggest stage in the sport. hmm and yet, recently, now that he's become Russell West's bench, mm-hmm. coming off Darvin Ham's bench, he's actually played, dare I say, pretty well. Yes. The problem is it's not impacting the scoreboard. Mm-mm. And it's almost mysterious to me. It's, it's almost indecipherable. Wait a second. You put up those numbers the other night against Utah, but you were a minus 23, by far the game worst, by far your team worst, minus right. 23. Well, he didn't really turn it over. He has been turning over at the usual high rate. My, my question to you and my point is, is it possible that he has redeemed some of his trade value? Is it possible that now he is a little more tradable? No. And yet we look at you. I'm sorry. Indiana situation. They've had some nights where they play big potent yeah. games where I say, wait a second. And those young guards they got, they got three of them. And I say, wait a second. Those kids can all play. Mm-hmm. And Miles Turner and Buddy Heal can play. And, and it, it looks like a nice mix that they have going on where they're interesting and they're pretty competitive. Do they really want Russell Westbrook? No. Skill, can I ask you a question? Who
3: normally tries to fix their team during the season? That's what the offseason is for. Mm-hmm. Every, every, every sport has an offseason. Baseball have winter meetings. Obviously you can make trade during the seasons. Uh, during the season. Football, you got you got a free agency. You got the offseason. Basketball, free agency, off season. You don't wait till you get to the season and say, you know what? Hey, I'm gonna see a couple of games. Hell, the Lakers might be sellers. Mm. You talking about somebody else might be sellers. Hell the Lakers might be looking to sell off their parts.
1: Yeah. No, I, I got it. I mean I look back at my Cowboys 2018. They went and got Amari Cooper yeah. and had to spend a first rounder for him. He changed life for a little while because he turned a bad team into a playoff team, and they did actually win a playoff game. Probably, that was John Gruden's first year there, right? Was it his first year? Am I, I think it man? was his first year. Yeah. So he had taken one look at Amari and said, "Not my cup of Pro-
3: game." Right. You know what, Skip? It probably be like you know what? I want to give this a chance. You know, watch him from a distance. I don't see the fire. I don't see the passion. But maybe I, I don't want to come in and just just tear the thing down. Mm-hmm. Let me give it some time. Yeah. Okay, we get to like no, nah, this ain't gonna work. Hey, Dallas, you interested? Oh, y'all going to give me a first-rounder? Sure. Like,
1: whoa, okay. okay, but it was a trade that made a difference. But yes. But you don't see that many. No. Usually it's icing on a cake that's already baked.
3: Yes. Okay. But, and the Cowboy says, if we get Amari, we're a playoff team. Skip, you watched them play. You watched them play for three, nine games. That's the perfect shot of him.
1: They're not way. a playoff no. team. Yep. I, I got it. So I'm reading all these now proposed trades. For Anthony Davis, and I'm thinking, okay, w- we talked about this. If you could trade him straight up for Kevin Durant, I would do that in a heartbeat. That's just me. It, it, I'm not sure it would fix it, but it would change life. It, it would shake it up as 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 w- w- with a, with a Richter scale magnitude. Yeah. You know where where you would y- 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 it would be the talk of the world that wait a second Kevin Durant went to the Lakers mm-hmm. and now Anthony Davis is is a net. I'm not sure Joe Sy would do that because he would think that Anthony Davis was a downgrade to Kevin Durant. You're not the biggest Durant guy. Yeah,
3: no, but Skip, uh, unless you trade Giannis, unless you trade Yuka uh, Mm -hmm. uh, Jokic. Damn near, everybody's gonna be a dying great from Kevin Durant. Yeah. He's still yeah. Kevin Durant. He
1: is. He's still, for me, he's still a top five, top six player. He's four and a half years older than Anthony is, but still. So, but still. You better than AD. Yeah, and he's got an offseason home here. I'm sure he would love to get out from under Kyrie and join LeBron. I think he'd like even though to get out. you'd have an issue with him in Westbrook, although they, they seem to have made some peace with each other. I.
3: I think he wants to get out from under that Brooklyn situation. Well, sure. I don't I don't know his situ- I don't know his feelings or, or his, you know, he see he always seems to steadfast support Kyrie. Sometimes maybe to a to a de- detriment. Well he just did to a detriment. It, so, but that being said, Skip, yeah, I mean everybody, I mean, unless you like, hey, hey, Milwaukee, can you will you trade us Giannis? No. You, uh, <laughs> Nuggets, you gonna trade us Yoke for Kate? No. No. L- L- Luca not going anywhere. Skip, I, I believe there are like four or five guys that yeah. ain't nobody. But, but, but KD is.
1: Other than that, I mean, It's yeah. a remote possibility because they might fire sale. They might yeah. just say, this thing just didn't work for whatever reason. Let's just tear it down, burn it down, and start over.
3: I would do that, Skip. If I'm going to trade Kevin Durant in the offseason and I'm looking at it and it doesn't look like we're going anywhere, yeah. well then I would I would look and that might be the case. They might revisit what they were talking about last offseason, this upcoming offseason. That might be a possibility because I don't I don't, Skip, I don't see a scenario where they sign Kyrie long term. And if you don't no. sign Kyrie long term, you might as well go ahead and Acuas and, and trade Kevin Durant and try to get assets for him. I believe if you revisit this skip, I think you can get you know. You, I don't believe you get Rudy Gay's package. I mean Rudy Gay, Rudy Gobert's package because they were foolish to give up all that.
1: No, <laughs> you not getting that. Skip, ain't gonna give you first first rounders and pick swaps and players. And I'm not sure that Joe Sy and Sean Marks are quite ready to tear it down only because they don't have the next head coach, even though Jacques Vaughn's doing pretty well for me, but but the point is, will they be able to pull off hiring Ime Udoka? Will they be able to yeah. pull it off? Because there's a lot of pushback and blowback on yeah, that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's
3: not going as smoothly as they thought, thought it was after the, the the commotion, the uproar that Kyrie caused. But with that being said, hell, Jock Vaughn might have been a, a better choice than Steve Nash to
1: begin I with. I totally agree with that. I, I see new life. I see a different vibe from him. Yeah, I yeah. totally agree. Yeah. But the point is, if – if they can figure out how to get Ime there, and I'm not even sure there's going to be people within the organization that don't want him there, but, yeah. but if they do land him, then they would want to see how it went with him trying to instill a new defensive mindset.
3: Okay, even if you do that, Skip, what are the likelihood
1: they give Kyrie $40, $50 million not, to come back? No, this is for the second half of this year or whatever. So with left that being said,
3: year. do you think KD's going to want to be, even with even Ime? do you think KD's going to be, be, want to be there Without Kyrie, because Kyrie will be a free agent. So you can't, unless you trade him by the trade deadline, you're not going to be able to get anything for He walks out the door, Skip, you're not going to get anything for him.
1: Well, then it would become a question of <laughs> Kevin would ask <laughs> Sean Marks, and you're going to replace him with what? Exactly. Okay. So you might,
3: so I, you might have to trade him, Skip, by the deadline, because if you're not going to give him, he's not going to stay for less than, you know, probably max money. Now, you might not give him the full max
1: extension five years. $50 million a year, okay. but he's going to want close to that. All right, so let's finish up some of the speculation. Okay. AD to Chicago, where he grew up, obviously, and you get back Zach Levine. That's not going to no. change his life. That won't change. No, anymore. we want DeRozan and Vucevic. Okay, well, okay. That's, this is the speculation <laughs> would be this. And then you got Nick's speculation. You would get back R.J. Barrett and Obi Toppin. It's, what? It's not enough. It's, 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 it's not going to change life in L.A. There's only one life changer, and that's Kevin Durant.
3: Man, they better throw in Barrett Jackson.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay. That, the car show. Okay, but I'm just saying that's Skip. the kind of speculation I see, and it doesn't make any sense. Okay, last one. Dallas Mavericks. Would they give you back Christian Woods, Spencer Dinwiddie, and Reggie Bullock for A.D.? Okay, would those three change his life? No. they, they No. Do
3: wouldn't. But do you understand what A.D. would be? You see what Christian Woods is. With Luca, can you imagine what AD would be?
1: Uh, yeah, Dallas would jump on that. Yeah, one. yeah, yeah, absolutely, they would. Yep, I agree. That would actually help them a lot. Yes. Yeah, although Christian Woods put up some nice numbers, he's coming off the bench. Yes. Okay, but he's not AD to me.
3: Yeah, but AD in the pick and roll with Luca. Yeah. Nobody can keep. Luka. I mean, Luca in the pick and roll with it. I mean, look what he's doing with Kleber and Powell.
1: Yeah, I know. <laughs> but but you know, and I know because we watch him every single night. AD comes and he goes. Yes. And he comes and he goes. Yes. And he's there and he's not there. And I can't figure it out. His button gets pushed and then it's not pushed. Right. I don't know.
3: I, I, I just saw a guy when he came back from injury for like three or four games last year. If he plays like that, ain't no way they three, two and whatever they are. No. Agreed. I saw, I saw him at the time, uh, um, Joel Embiid was the MVP
1: front runner. He went to and Philly. And he took him apart. At Philly. Took him apart. When, when they max out, your guy and Anthony, they have potential to play like top ten players, yes. both of them.
3: But, see, Skip, as as you get older, the likelihood that LeBron can max out with the frequency that he could
1: when he was younger. Agreed. It gets harder. Yep. No, that's the problem. But it shouldn't be the problem for Anthony that, Davis, but it is. That's the problem. Yeah, that is the big problem. He
3: was supposed – remember, it was supposed to transition. A.D. smooth moves into that top spot for LeBron as LeBron goes into year 18, year 19, year yep. 20.
1: That's what was supposed, Suppose I, I, I got it. The, the irony here is the only Laker I trust to play really hard every night is Russell Westbrook. Unfortunately, he plays hell-bent hard yeah. where he just completely out of control, over the edge hard,
3: Right. He's played – Skip, I mean, like you said, his numbers don't impact the game like they once did. No. And it's just hard, Skip. It's hard to keep overcoming five, seven turnovers when you're having seven, eight assists. I mean, you can't have one-to-one ratio. The best case scenario, you want to have two-to-one. Yeah. Turn uh, assist to turnovers. Three to one is exceptional.
1: And finally, it's hard to overcome LeBron missing 15 of his right, last yeah, yeah. 16 three-point yeah, shots.
3: You just can't do. The man it. shooting 45 okay. percent. With LeBron, only shot on the shot 40 percent from the floor. Only a handful, maybe maybe twice in his career, and that's what he's shooting. He's shooting 21, 22 percent from the three. Mm. I'm not, he, no, he's not a great three point shooter, but 35,
1: I mean, 22% from 35% is a hell of a drop up skill. It's like staggering to me, and it should change. That should change. He should at least go back to being just a little below average.
3: Yeah. Once, okay. we get, once we get we uh, get you know get that foot right or something. We got something going on, but we isolated right now. We resting. I don't know
1: what you got around. That's all right you, you about need to find some it. Yeah,
3: Yo, well you hey, you know what? It's coming out November 11th. <laughs> it's okay. Maybe no, he'll
1: get he'll get a big boost from it.
2: Well, Shannon, your Lakers face the Clippers tonight. No time for resting this evening. The clips six Boo. and five on the season. <laughs> mm. All the right, game. up next here on Undisputed. We're halfway through the NFL season, guys. Can you believe it already? I can't believe it. Who's going to be in the Super Bowl? I need to get your predictions on the other side of this break. but currently has the Bills and Eagles as the favorites to reach the Super Bowl. That's on Fox 2, by the way. We're halfway through the NFL regular season, so it's time to revisit our Super Bowl predictions. All right, Shannon, early on, you chose Rams-Chargers. Are you sticking with that now?
3: I wanted to, but unfortunately, uh, uh, I've come to my senses Mm. watching these teams, watching all these teams play. And I'm going to take the ra- the Ravens and the Chiefs in the AFC Championship. Okay. I think what I've seen from Lamar, the way he's thrown the ball, he's improved throwing the football, the way they can run the football. And they're going to get Gus Edwards back. They're going to get some of these guys, the running backs back. They're going to get J.K. Dobbins back. Um, they're going to get Mark Andrews back. Bateman is gone, but they did add a D-Jack. I love what I saw from Lamar on, um, on uh, um, Monday okay. night. Yep. Now, I'm not going to overreact, Skip. To them beating the Saints because I don't think I think the Saints defensively they're okay but offensively puts a lot of stress on you defensively when your offense really can't generate Especially a whole lot. Yep. But what I've seen from Lamar, I don't think people understand how hard it is to have a double digit lead in every game that you played thus far. Mm-hmm. And although you didn't win that win the, all those games, yep. to be able to get to that point lets mm-hmm. me know what they're capable of. So I'm gonna say the Ravens and the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game. Okay. And uh, do, I need, do I need to pick a winner? Sure. There is this thing called the Super Bowl, but yeah. Skip, you know I love my homeboy. Mm. Love Celts. My nephew, mm. he's been balling out. You got a little purple in you, though. I just think it's going. And I, you know what? A part of me selfishly want Lamar to win the Super Bowl because mm. I want to see how much money he uh, can get guaranteed. Because uh, I know he go if he wins the Super Bowl, $300 million. I
1: would co-sign on that. And, and, and as a yep. matter of
3: fact, he need to have somebody in, in, in Arizona with a sign. <laughs> with Steve Bishotti's name at the bottom That's and true. a $300 million check like the one he signed up in Tampa.
1: Yep. Well, you go win him a Super Bowl, he'd probably gladly win. He, he
3: got no choice in that one, Skip. Yep. Uh, Hell, I, I think I had the Rams. I don't know who I had playing the Rams in the NFC Championship game. Man, this was tough because I went between two teams in the East, the Eagles and the Cowboys, and I couldn't decide Eagles-Cowboys, Eagles-Cowboys. Mm. I took the 49ers okay. to beat the Eagles in the NFC Championship
1: game. All right. And I got the Ravens and the 49ers in the Super Bowl. Okay, Ravens, 49ers, and I think you're leaning back now toward Lamar. Is, is that hard overhead, or you, you, yeah, does man, your
3: head man, tell you 49ers? Man, Skip, man, you know I, I'm 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 torn with this one because you know what I'm you know, I've, no, I've been knowing Kyle since he's probably 11, 12 years old. His, his dad was my former coach. Yeah. Uh, I know a lot of guys on that staff. Okay. I'll so take the Ravens.
1: You got the Ravens over the, Ravens. the 49ers in it. the Super Bowl. Yep, I'm taking the okay, Ravens. Okay, because you were about to bet on Jimmy Gag to win the Super Bowl, right? <laughs> I got, I got to pick Lamar.
3: I got to ride with Lamar. I will. I want Lamar to do that. I want Lamar to do this for the culture.
1: <laughs> okay, so you gave up on Rams, the defending champions. Yeah, 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 yeah. All L, excuse me, all L A Super Bowl, yeah. which would have been against the Chargers. Yeah. And I, I didn't mind your Chargers pick because that was the one where you went way out on the limb. Yeah. But. They just got battered and decimated. They've yeah, lost too many players.
3: Yeah, and I don't know when they're getting Keenan Allen back. Then they lost uh, the Mike, the, uh, the big Williams kid. Yeah. Uh, and 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 uh, Bosa is out. I just I just don't. I, I haven't seen enough. Skip and that, like I said, they might get Keenan Allen back. Williams might come back. Bosa's supposed to be back in the next three or four weeks. But I just I I just haven't seen enough.
1: Okay. I do like your repick of the Ravens. I-, I think that that's a head, not a heart pick. That's a head pick. I, I just liked what they looked like the other night, even without Bateman. Who, who Lamar well, is going to miss him, man? Well,
3: he's going to miss him, Skip. But Mark Andrews is going to come gonna back. Come now, Mark Andrews, one of the two, for me, is one of the two best tight ends in football.
1: I got him behind Kelsey. Now, some people are starting to say he's the best receiving tight end, but I don't think he's mm-mm, beyond Kelsey because he can't move like Kelsey mm-mm. does. But Lamar trusts him, and they have a real wave. Line. They do so, have so a great relationship. You, And listen, that defense has come alive. Yeah, yeah. And it is in attack mode, yep. man. Okay, so I hear what you're saying with your re-picks. All right. In my days at ESPN, they called me never flip, skip. So I'm not going to flip on this one. I'm going to hang in against all odds. I had Bucks over Cowboys in the NFC Championship game. And then I had Bengals over Buffalo. No, over Kansas, Kansas City, City again in the. A- AFC, AFC championship game. game, okay. And I'm going to stick with that against all odds because I was re- speaking of ESPN. I was reading a piece on ESPN with a lot of anonymous quotes from executives about who's, who's going to emerge to win the Super Bowl. And executives – constantly talked about the Bucks and the Bengals as teams that could still catch fire. That right. was the phrase, they could catch fire. Right. Well, obviously, as we just discussed, right. the Bucks can only catch fire because of the division <laughs> that they're gifted to play in right, right now because it's the NFC going south because they've all gone south, including Brady's Bucks. Right. But they're still in the top spot because they're 2-1 and one in the division, so they're barely leading right. the division. Okay. And obviously, by rule, if you win your division, you get a home game. And Brady keeps talking about how it, it it takes off on Thanksgiving, and it does every year. Coach Landry, when I used to cover him, he would say, the object in pro football is you streak. That was his favorite word. Yeah. You have to streak into the playoffs. And it's it's over the last four or five games, you right. just streak in. Right. You catch fire. Right. So I, I still, and one of the execs was quoted on the ESPN story saying, don't underestimate the Bucks roster because it's still better than most.
3: Okay, right. well, well, it is. But, but I think the thing that they have working against them, Skip, people don't fear the Bucks anymore.
1: Okay, I agree. <laughs> I don't <laughs> know why you would. Okay, they can't run a lick. No. And you know what? We bash playoff Lenny for getting a 260 or whatever he was in the offseason. He's still, at, I'm not saying he weighs 260. He's running like he weighs 260 pounds. He's not running with the urgency or the explosiveness that he had in his playoff runs. Yeah, I don't know if they can block. They don't get any movement. Okay, they don't get any movement. So the offensive line, it, it went into last week's game. I haven't checked this week, but it was dead last they still in pass last. block. Well, I not know about pass block, but yeah. I know they're still dead last in rush block. Okay, okay and rush block. Okay, so <laughs> you, you got double jeopardy be, yes. because you, you, you can't pass block and you can't run block. Okay, well, what can you do? Right. And for a while – they couldn't stop the run, so I give you all the above, and they don't have Shaq Barrett, which is a huge loss, and, and they're missing JPP, and I think they're missing Sue a little bit. Yes. He's going to reemerge pretty soon somewhere, mm-hmm. and the point is I, I'm not sure about anything except I, I still trust Brady in big games. Okay. So I, the, the X factor to me is your man Julio Jones. And I don't get it, but you called it first. You first guessed it. You said he's just not going to be able to stay healthy. He was it for Br- Brady. I know for a fact recruited him via yeah. Instagram. Yeah. recruited him and said, come down here. Let's go win one together. Right. And he, he looked at him as... You know, he he obviously, Antonio blew up at the end of the year last year. So there's no deep speed because Godwin can't run the way he used to run. No, no. And Mike Evans can kind of fool you every once in a while and pump and goes, but but he can't run by people. He's just big and strong and, and he just balls. Mm-hmm. But the, the point is, Julio, I think when he's healthy, I think he can still fly. Yeah. And I think he'd fly by people and, and he looks like shell of himself. But he
3: just can't, he can't stay healthy. Skip, I okay. think the biggest thing with the, the 49ers, the trade that they made for Christian McCaffrey, yeah. you know Kyle Shanahan's imagined his mind running the ball. Debo, they're going to get healthy. Now, they get Debo 100% healthy. They, McCaffrey, some of these other okay. players are going to come back. Armstead comes back on the defense. No, that loaded. defense?
1: It's loaded. They can get after your quarterback. The offense is loaded. I just don't trust the quarterback. I, I just don't. The biggest moment in the biggest game, he's going to throw it to you. Well,
3: he might, that, that might be the Super Bowl.
1: Okay, well, maybe,
3: maybe if you can get there.
1: Okay, so now back to my other pick, the Bengals. They haven't had Jamar Chase. They they haven't had DJ Reader, who is the heart and soul of that yeah, defense yeah, yeah, front. Yeah, yeah. And, and they're on their bye week, and both could come back after this bye week for right. the next week's game. Right. Okay? I, I just think it's a loaded football team right. with the quarterback – who is fearless. Right. They haven't protected him much better than they did last year, and and that could come back to haunt them. But it doesn't seem to bother him a bit. Right. Because you want to talk about somebody capable of throwing parties on people? Oh, yeah. He throws parties. He can. He he throws parties. He's got three receivers who can beat you any which way you want to get beaten. The thing that concerns me is that dealing with uh, uh, um, Chase's hip. Yep. How –
3: Will it be stable? Will it be enough know. to get him through the entire the rest of the season, Skip? Uh, or is this something that's going to linger? It can't linger. He has to be at his absolute best because you see them, like when he's not on the field, Skip, uh, you look, yeah, Higgins is good and boy, mm. but they're not him. No. He's the game-breaker. Well, you've been he's seeing the, that. He's yeah. the guy that puts fear yeah. in everybody. Right. He's the reason why that now you have to play a certain type of coverage, and Mixon has those
1: running lanes. Okay. He's the guy when Joe Burrow drops back and he sees Jamar, he just throws it to him despite the coverage. Yes. He just says, I know he'll make a play for me. And obviously they got the LSU connection. Okay. So – to me, now looking back at the NFC, I said that opening night at Dallas will be a preview of the NFC championship game. So here we go. We're at the same crossroads for my Dallas Cowboys. Six and two. We're at the same place last year. Are we different than we were last year? Yeah. I'm going to say yes. Yep. If the
3: Cowboys play the Bucks, they'll destroy the Bucs in the championship game. Okay. Because Brady won't be in to, Brady won't be Brady will not be able to pass the ball. That defensive line,
1: mm-mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, if it does get to that, that game, as we speak, would be at Jerry World. Am I right? Where what? Brady won the opener. No, no, no. Tampa, Tampa, because Tampa would have won the division. Okay. But, but you, wait a second. Just on
3: record? No, 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 no. You division.
1: Okay. You go would division. That give them the yeah. You're yeah, division out. winner. Okay, yeah, because yeah, then Dallas would have – unless the, there are all kinds of scenarios where Cowboys could rise well, you, well, up above the yeah, – Well, yeah, even, yeah, yeah,
3: theoretically, yeah. I'm just saying, yeah.
1: Yeah, if Dallas wins its division, it's oh, going to well, have yeah, a much yeah. better record. Oh, than absolutely, okay, absolutely. Okay. Okay. Well, they're
3: going to have a better record anyway, but the okay.
1: division wouldn't would matter. Okay, but I do believe my Cowboys have the backbone this year. I think the defense is more mature. I think Mike is just getting better by the snap. I, I think the defense alone, I told you from the start – my team will go as far as Micah and the Marauders, as I call them, will, get, will, can carry yeah. the team. And I still believe the offense is just good enough to get them to the championship game. Do I fear uh, Jalen Hurts? And the, sure I do. See, the thing is, Skip, that might be
3: your first-round matchup. Well, could between be. your Bucks and the Cowboys, because yeah. if the Cowboys are the wild card, that means they're probably going to be probably they're going to be the five seed, okay? And probably looking at the Bucks unless they go
1: on a hot streak and win eight nine games. Well, as you always say about the postseason, and you know what it means, <laughs> it's, it's all about, about the matchup. It's all about matchup. How match-ups. does it fall? It's all about matchup. Who has to go where to play whom? Oh, oh man, such and such got knocked out. Ooh, yeah. Huh. Okay, so you are riding and driving the Lamar bandwagon. I'm, re- I'm with I'm with L Jack. Okay,
3: with L-Jack? I'm with okay. L-Jack.
1: Okay, what about D-Jack?
3: What D-Jack? Well, hey, they throw him a deep, but he going to get deep on somebody. Yep. He's going to catch a bomb. That's what he does. He going to get a 50, 60-yard on somebody. <laughs> Before the year's out, He going to get a 50, 60-yard on somebody, Skip. Right. Yep. I like your
1: re-pick. <laughs>
3: I can't believe course you, the Super Bowl Cowboys. that is going
2: to unfold right mm-hmm. here on Fox, guys. Mm-hmm. It's going to be an awesome week for us in Phoenix come February. I yeah, can't I wait.
3: That. He picked half over you, All Cowboys. Right. Mm-hmm.
2: Still to come this morning, though, guys, where do you think OBJ is going to land? Where's his next home? Let's predict that on the other side of this break. Odell Beckham Jr. expects to get medically cleared and is looking to sign with a team soon. Maybe even this week. Jerry Jones, Mike McCarthy, and Micah Parsons are all making a push for OBJ to sign with the Dallas Cowboys. Shannon, what team do you think would be the best fit for OBJ?
3: Well, y'all need to wake me up when you sign. I, I, I'm, I'm dreaming. i got me a good, you know, I'm going. Mm. Ah, man, just wake me up when it's over with. Okay. Okay, Skip, look. It's reported that he wants an, uh, a multi-year deal. We see more than one team wants Odell services. 49ers, Packers, Bills, Giants. You remember Von Miller said, hey, he coming here, coming to the Bills. And possibly the Chiefs.
1: Wait, did you say Ravens? You didn't say I didn't that. say the Ravens. Okay, I, the Ravens. they're reportedly in the mix, but okay. go ahead.
3: With that being said, Skip, you know, anytime you got more than one team you're gonna probably need to go a few million dollars more than what you were originally anticipating. The question is, Jerry gonna put his money where his mouth is? Because here's the thing, Skip. I know you believe like, hey, the star means something. People the star didn't mean anything to Von Miller. Buffalo dollars meant something to Von Miller. But they were way, way, way more dollars. Okay, well, if somebody gives him way, way, way mm-hmm. more dollars, then what? Maybe. You <laughs> see, that, and that's where I'm going. It's purported that Odell wants to be in a warm weather. I get it. Coming off ACL surgery, Skip, I want to be in a nice, toasty. Hey, Miami would be perfect. Tampa would be okay. Jacksonville, if they were contenders, Jacksonville would be nice. Yep. Ideally, Rams, obviously, skip the weather here. You're playing indoors, yada, yada, yada. So for me, Skip, I'm putting taking Packers off. Me, personally, I'm taking the Packers off, X them off. The Giants, I know, Skip, I know, going home, going back and, re, you know, like Darcy said, Darton said you could go home again, Skip. Mm-hmm. I don't believe the Giants are a viable option. Mm-hmm. I don't believe Odell believes that, that Daniel Jones is good enough to get them because he says he wants to win. It's not just good enough to win during the regular season. Odell has a taste of what it's like to go to and compete for a Super Bowl. 49ers, Bills, Cowboys, Chiefs.
1: Hmm. I, th- I think that you got a gravitational pull toward Dallas. No, Skip.
3: I w- had 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 uh, the Chiefs not gotten Kadarius Tony. Yep. I would say that would be Chiefs would be a viable option. But they got they got they got a receiver, so I'm gonna take the Chiefs off. So now that leaves Cowboys, 49ers, and Bills. Hmm.
1: You just picked the 49ers to win it all. But damn it, I would the No, him no, on, you picked the Ravens. I'm I put sorry, the Ravens yeah. with. But I'm gonna put him on the 49ers there. Okay. Skip, like,
3: look, I I I believe Dallas is a, is a better situation. Warm weather, quarterback, everything. There's not a whole lot not to like about the Cowboys. Skip, I just don't and Jerry got the money. Jerry worth like 16, 16, 17 billion now.
1: Plus, they got capital.
3: They, they got the cap space. Multi-year deal. That's
1: what he's looking for. Mm-hmm. I believe the 49ers. Like how many? There. Three? Two. Hmm. This I, year and next year? I, I need yeah. that. Skill. Jerry would do that. You think so? Yes, sir. I don't
3: believe he will. Yep. No, I don't believe he will. Hmm. I don't believe he's going to give that man $8, $10 give him uh, a uh, two-year, twenty, twenty two, twenty three million dollars 23000000 I don't believe that. I don't believe that happens. So it
1: sounds like your answer is anywhere but Dallas. No,
3: no. I I want him to go where he's going to be happy. He gets an opportunity to compete. But I'm looking at teams that I know will, pay, will, will give that money. The 49ers will pay. Buffalo will pay. Cowboys, will they
1: pay? They will if they choose. <laughs>
3: exactly. Yeah. Well, they, had been, they no. hadn't told to pay. No. <laughs> 27 years since they gave up money the prime.
1: Mm. So, quick point about Von Miller that got me. He doesn't care about warm weather. He, he just wants the proverbial bag. Yeah. He, he just says... Whoever will pay me by far the most, I'll go there. I yep. don't care if it's in Siberia. I'll yeah. just go. He looks, Skip. He looks at himself as a higher gun. Yeah, he he is have gun will travel. <laughs> he, but he is a pro football player. That's yeah. who. Yeah. He he is by stock and trade. Yeah. I play professional football. Yeah. He's he
3: not looking at. Oh man, I want to play for this team. Hey, Ram. Okay, Buffalo. Okay. Um. Uh, He would have gone. If somebody else would have given him that money, Mm -hmm. guess where he'd have been? He'd have been there instead of Buffalo.
1: Because I know a good friend of his who swears to me he badly wanted to go home to play for the Dallas Cowboys. It would have meant a lot to him. But in the end, the dollars were so much fewer that he just said, How can I not do this one? Yeah, it doesn't make sense.
3: Especially, Skip, at his age. Think about the kind of money that he got at 33, Mm -hmm. he got 27 year old money.
1: That's a fact. <laughs> so I and, mean, and you know what? He's earning it. Yes, as yes, we speak. Yes, he's earning he, it because he, everywhere he goes, he earns it. He he made a play last week against uh, Wilson. He did. Strip sack. He did. All right. So the big picture for me is, what's the best fit? Well, it, it just screams Dallas to me because I do think as he's turned thirty years of age, he doesn't want that savior tag. Hung on him. He doesn't want to go, even if they got Kadarius Toney, but but even if he went to Kansas City, he would still be viewed as Mahomes' savior, as the Tyreek replacement. He can't live up to that. Well, nobody can, because there's only one of those guys. I've never (laughs) seen anything like that guy. So I wouldn't wish that one on anybody. The Ravens are intriguing to me, because clearly there's no Bateman, and... And, and even when Bateman was there, Skip, they didn't have no, no number one. Andrews was the
3: number one receiver, even though he was the tight end. It's not like they got a, a de facto like, oh, it's not DuVernay. It's not uh, – uh, uh, it wasn't Bateman when he was there. It wasn't any of these guys. All of a
1: sudden, guys. the kid tight ends emerging as, as kind of his yeah. second favorite likely, receiver. Likely. Likely, yeah. 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 I mean, he caught the touchdown, past yeah. the rollout touchdown. Marcus Robinson, Skip, they're not the it's number one. So. Some guy. Right. So damn. Okay. Would, would he fit there – he he would fit in vibe. I, I think he would love playing with Lamar, although you've told me in the past a lot, like big-time receivers say, wait a second, do they throw it enough for my taste? Right. And, and is he that great a passer? Can he make me look the way Patrick Mahomes could make me look?
3: Yeah, I, that, this is what I know. Receivers don't like blocking 40 times a game. They ran the ball 40, <laughs> they ran the ball 40 times on Monday night. That's yep. who they are. That's, that's 40 blocking assignments
1: for the wide receiver. Okay, it's what they do. To me – it, it just it begs for him to go to Dallas because he is a superstar in aura, in mystique, and he needs to wind up his career wearing that star on the side of his helmet. And that's why Jerry was saying he would look pretty good. Jerry was already negotiating. He was selling America's team as in you need to take a discount to play for us. Well, it's just see, the way Jerry he, – he's a super salesman, but he is a hardcore see, negotiator. You're already talking about discount. How you doing by discount and it's a bidding
3: war. You can't go to Sotheby's and expect to get something at a discount. You can't go to Christians and talk about, oh, I want this, I want no. this Picasso at a discount. Okay, you no, know, it's gonna be a bidding war.
1: He's selling sweet fit in Dallas because you become part of America's team, but you can ease into the fray without enormous expectation because CD is clearly the number one receiver. You could rise up to maybe being 1A. But they're also, as you know, they're, they're very tight end oriented because they, they'll use the three tight ends quite a bit on, on rundowns. So it, it wouldn't be extraordinary pressure, but it's a great fit because, Shannon, in the end, I don't care what you say, you won't acknowledge this, but, but players around the league know that the NFL's Hollywood is Dallas. That the center of the NFL universe is the center of the country. It's Skip. in Dallas, Texas. Skip, it pro-
3: just is. No, Skip. I promise you, players don't think like that.
1: Maybe the fans do, but Skip, it's not. It's not like that. It's okay, not but like that. You can that. back it up by saying, "What's the most valuable franchise yes. in all of sports? Skip. Not not just in football, in sports." But Skip, as a player, okay, yeah, it's valuable. But what about me? I'm trying to get paid. Okay. But well, if, if you
3: only if you if your selling point to me. I, I'm not going to pay you what Team X going to pay you, but you get an opportunity to play for the Cop to wear that star on your helmet. Nah.
1: At one point, Dak Prescott had, I think, 12 national TV commercials. But, Skip, but
3: here's the thing I'm coming in, I'm not the quarterback, and I'm not Dak Prescott. I'm going to have to build my way. And anytime, Skip, anytime you get a high dollar guy and you bring him in midseason, what's the expect- Baseball player, when you make a trade for a guy and you, you give up all these draft picks or you get this big name, What's the expectation? That's what the expectations are. No matter what the sport, you bring, so you bring Odell in, and you don't believe that he's what he once was, but they're bringing him in, he's still Odell Beckham. So there's a certain level of expectation that yeah. he's going to produce at a high level.
1: Okay, but he doesn't have to produce at the highest level because he's, he won't be required to do that. Well, he can go to Baltimore okay. then. Well, just remember— that stage, it's the biggest stage because what team is the most watched team in all of pro football? Yes. Well, it's just that one. Yeah. It's why I keep telling you, Odell Beckham Jr. was born to end up his career as a Dallas Cowboy. He played New York, he played in L.A. Well, but Baker now he's got to go. His career. What's that? Baker Mayfield almost ruined his career. Okay. Well, that's a whole other story that I'm not going to touch right now because <laughs> I'm going to stay on Odell going to Dallas because it's a feel-good that, 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 feel, feel good story that's going to feel real good. What you mean is a feel good story? How is it a feel good story? Well, it's the perfect fit. How did he make his career? He made it on that catch on that Sunday night, but, and it wouldn't have mattered if it was against <laughs> Jacksonville or Tennessee or you, anybody or New Orleans. It just Skip, wouldn't have mattered.
3: Skip, you do realize that he made plays after that. He had four straight 1,000-yard seasons. Yeah, I, I, I mean,
1: think he made most of his plays in pregame warm-up. Uh, you're a hater. No, no, seriously. Hater. That's who he is. That's why he, des- he belongs in the star. You do realize that his first three years, he was a top-five receiver. You yeah. know that. Okay. Well, I do know that, but he needs to before his career is over. He needs to play the palace that is Dallas. He,
3: he done been there before. Palace. He done been there before.
1: Yeah. Well, he knows what it is, and he knows he wants. Okay, to Okay, we'll part make of the money. It. Tell Jerry to make the money right. Okay, he'll make it about as right as he can make well, it, well, and well, then he- then, and then you get the America's Team discount. No 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 no, yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah. Because Odell's going to get some star power out of this. Here's the thing, Skip. Then the, this is the problem that you
3: run into. Once you start giving this, there's a reason why the Four Seasons. There's a reason why Tiffany's and Harry Winston's doesn't have mm-hmm. sales. Because once you start having sales, everybody come in and start asking, do you have anything on sale today? Mm-hmm. And they say, hell no. Okay. So once all they'll give you.
1: So you, that's, you made my point for me because Tom Brady. America's team doesn't do sales. Tom Brady. Tom yeah. Brady.
3: Tom Brady's Now everybody wants Tom Brady.
1: Tom, what Tom Brady with to tell? Discount. Mm-hmm. discount. They expecting discounts. Yep.
3: No, I don't give you no discount. Mm-hmm. I need all that paper. Mm-hmm. I need all my money.
1: Well, you just want Odell to ask for the sun and the moon so that Dallas won't do it, so that you don't have to fret over it. No, I want
3: looks. Skip,
1: you do realize, like, Odell, is, you
3: just told me the man has two ACL surgeries. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't he try to maximize that ability just in case?
1: Yeah, you, okay. you saw what Jerry said. We should be aware that he's coming off the injury. Negotiating, 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 right? Hey. Okay. Guess
3: what? The uh, Von Miller was coming off an injury. But Dallas Buffalo said oh, we don't care. We know what he can do. Mm. And they paid the man.
1: Micah Barson's tweets,
3: OBJ, talk to me. Yeah. Oh, guess who else has been tweeting? Mm. G- guess who had him on uh, IG Live, or he had him on IG Live or his podcast? Von Miller. Mm. He's been talking about Odell for the last
1: three months. Yeah, well, right now Von can't <laughs> hold Micah's jock strap. Well,
3: until he Ooh. until he gets on the big mm-hmm. stage at the Super Bowl yep. and take the game over. Yeah, well, he will. Are you until he do that? Before this is over, maybe because of Odell. And we don't we, we do solve our Miller take a game
1: over. Mm. Take game. Well, I have seen it many times. <laughs> yeah. Yep, as great a Pretty by. good job, but he ain't no Micah. Stop it. He. I'm starting it until
3: he get two and a half sacks in the Super Bowl and, and, and Super Bowl MVP. You know there's only been like 56 of those mm. Super Bowl MVPs? Yeah. There've been a lot of defensive players of the year.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> They've
3: only been <laughs> Odell, welcome to Dallas. We love you, man. No, 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 you don't. <laughs> Go to San Francisco. Go to San Francisco, Baltimore, Odell. <laughs> Everybody... Welcome, Odell.
2: OBJ Watch continues, and I'm sure we will talk about it they until be... we get a decision. he have been killing ahead. Odell, we just
3: Odell have to for
2: years. <laughs> If you get notice of a sale at Christie's or <laughs> Tiffany's, you have to take me with you. Exactly, yeah. yeah. I need that guarantee. <laughs> All right, I'll up next it one. <laughs> Let's you go
1: should.
2: back. Des Bryant. Did he really catch that ball? We're gonna revisit the age-old debate when we return. <laughs> The Cowboys headed to the Packers this Sunday. Therefore, let's revisit one of the most controversial calls in all of NFL history. In the 2014 NFC Divisional Round, officials ruled that wide receiver Dez Bryant, nope, did not maintain possession of the ball for a touchdown against Green Bay. All right, Shannon. Reviewing this again and again and again. Did Dez catch that ball?
3: No. If you go to buy the letter of the law, at the time, if a player left his feet and went to the ground, he must maintain possession of the football throughout, I repeat, throughout the motion of catching the, throughout the uh, act of catching mm-hmm. the football, Skip. He didn't do that. Skip, it, why you wanna do this, Skip? This is not, a, Skip, it's not gonna change anything. You remember, you was 85, I don't know if you was covering it. The Cardinals should have won the World Series. I was there. The pitcher beat, the, he beat him to the bag, Skip. Mm-hmm. He beat him to the bag. Donnie Durkinger missed the call. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Galaraga had a no-hitter for the Detroit Tigers. He beat him to the bag, Jim Joyce. He beat him to the bag. You blew it. Mm-hmm.
1: Skip, and, and so the tuck rule game. Okay, but those were obvious blunders. This is an obvious reverse blunder. No, it was It's as skip. plain as the nose on your face. Yeah. Even that's the
3: case, Gip. We can't change the history. He should have did it like Odell. Odell could get it like this here, went to the ground, put it in his back pocket, stood up with the ball.
1: Mm. Okay. Dez didn't do that. Okay. Dez did exactly what he should have done. He didn't. This was the greatest robbery in the history of the playoffs. This, this is a play that wins the game for the Dallas Cowboys. No, it didn't. Yes, it would. Because it's it's fourth and two, and Romo just goes for broke, throws it up to the sideline because he's got Dez in single coverage on Sam Shields. Shields. And Dez not only catches it, but he runs two strides with it. He, he makes two steps with it, and then he switches it to his left hand because he is left-handed in complete control. And with complete control of the football, which he's already made a football move with, he slams it on the goal line the way a running back would, and it pops up, but, but he never loses complete control because then he turns his body and he still cradles the football it, in it, his chest. But the ball hit the ground. Skip, it's the Calvin it Johnson. the ball hit the, the ground because he slammed it on the ground. It's, it's not because it came loose. It's because he slammed it.
3: It's the Calvin Johnson rule against the Chicago Bears
1: in the end zone. What, what, what did the referee do on the spot? he raised his arms. Yeah. Touchdown. Am I right? And Mike McCarthy was looking for a Kleenex because he was about to start crying. And the challenge flag fell out out of his
3: pocket. And the referee said, you want to challenge that? He's like, what?
1: Challenge what? He's like, yeah, go ahead. I might as well got nothing to lose. Okay. Well he actually uses the the red flag to wipe his nose with. He he uses, it's like a handkerchief. So he dropped (laughs) it and then somebody tapped him on the shoulder and woke him up and said, Hey, you know, you should go ahead and tell him, yes, we're going to challenge. And, Of all people, please drop the mic. McCarthy challenges this play and gets away with murder because that's what happened. It was the all-time robbery. And I'm sorry, I'm I'm never going to give this up. I I went on first take the next morning. We were actually, believe it or not, in Dallas for the college football playoffs that were going to come. And... I went crazy, and there was a parade of people that tried to argue with me, and I was right. And in the end, I think everybody knows. You were not right. Yes, I was right. Skip. I mean, just look at it You've got skill. Skip. Look at Des. He knows. Skip. Caught it, controlled it, ran with it, and then slammed Skip. it on the goal line they in have, his left hand. They have since changed
3: the rule, but if you left your feet, you had to maintain possession of the football
1: throughout the entire act of catching the football. He didn't do that. He did do that. And the irony is that if if you give him that, we win 28 because it was, the referee gave it a touchdown. On the field, it's called a touchdown, and he's standing right there. He watches him make an act of running right. with the football. He made a football he, don't, he didn't understand the rules. Oh, he didn't understand. So he's just Johnny-on-the-spot referee does, doesn't does get the rules. Skip,
3: his job, his job is the signal touchdown or incomplete. That's his job. Or holding or some type of him. His job is like, okay, what is the rule on a catch? That's not his job. Well, his he's standing
1: right there. In real time, he could just see it unfold. And he knew he made a football play, he made a football move. Guess what? Now they've taken it out of his hands. Touchdown. He can,
3: he can say touchdown, but guess what? They send it up to the booth, all scoring plays, all turnover plays, all automatic
1: review. Okay, and so it's 26 to 21 at that point. It should have been 28
3: to and then what, 26 Okay, so all you had to do is get the ball back, and then what happened?
1: He hit Devontae, some kid named Devontae, for 26 yards. Then he hit Randall Cobb for like 18 yards, both of them on third down, and they killed the clock. That's what happened. Y'all couldn't get the ball back. Okay, but but again.
3: You see the difference? What did Tom Brady do? Tom Brady turned the ball over on fourth down. And what did Tampa's defense do for it, Skip? Mm. Ta-da! That's my point. See what I can't – see the defense? Mm. See what defense – the role they play in wins
1: and losses? Mm-hmm. You see the role? Well, do you see the role that we would have played in the playoffs? Because we had already that year won against Seattle at Seattle, and – Aaron Rodgers got to go on to Seattle where he stunk it up and played, I think, his worst playoff yeah. game ever, and they lost, obviously, to the Seahawks. Can you
3: imagine, had he won that game and went to the Super Bowl and won it, how unbearable he would be? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, a former, I'm a back-to-back MVP. Okay, I'm but, a- but,
1: but he didn't do that, yeah. and my Cowboys were destined to Your go Cowboys up there. weren't destined to do they, nothing. They were going up there. They they had no fear of playing Legion of Boom up there. Romo would have picked you. him to pieces again Sherman as he did Sherman, Sherman,
3: Sherman would have locked mm-hmm. the dance mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm.
1: no. Nope. Got nope. him lobbed okay, We German. would have gone up there and won that game, and then we would have gone to the Super Bowl, and we would have lost to Brady, but no, that's okay.
3: but y'all wasn't going to do nothing. Mm. Y'all lost to Green Bay. Skip, why
1: you keep doing this to yourself? Well, it's just the all-time robbery. And and you, it it, no, the tuck mm. rule is the all-time robbery. No. Well, I'll give you it was a robbery, but this was all-time. Really? Well, it created a dynasty. Yeah, it, it launched one, I would agree. Yes! Yeah, I didn't agree with the call, but Skip, the NFL vehemently but Skip, defended its but call. The, the, the they NFL, changed the
3: rule. NFL full of, you know mm-hmm. what, Skip, this was a rule. Tom Brady was hand was
1: not throwing motion. He was bringing the ball down. Okay, okay, I got it. He had already tucked, you know, yes. like, like he he'd already brought the ball back yes. down and he'd get dislodged by Charles Woodson. Yes. And Raiders recover, and if you give him the ball, the game's, game's over. Game's over. Okay. The NFL no, they did. That was, yeah. Anybody,
3: yeah. if that was anybody else other than the Raiders,
1: that's true. <laughs> I told you, I was there in the front row of the press box on that one, and Al Davis pulled me over uh, a couple of months later and said that came from New York. They got me. They got even with me. Yeah. Okay. Way to go. See.
2: I think the Dez catch is a debate that will never be settled, no matter how many times Dez being it. it. All right, guys, Kirk Cousins and the Vikings, do you think you they're like Super that? Bowl contenders? You like them! Mm, I'm
1: about to That's knock. next
2: on Undisputed. <laughs> Kirk Cousins celebrated leading the Vikings to a comeback 2017 win against the Commanders. That brought the Vikings to 7-1 and one on this season. Ooh, take a look. Cousins partying shirtless, dancing on the plane ride home. Several chains around his neck. Next up for the Vikings, Buffalo Bills in Buffalo. Followed by hosting the Cowboys. Shannon, scale yeah. of one to ten. How much do you trust Kirk Cousins in those big games?
3: I trust old five chains.
1: Do you? Yeah. Really. really? As, As in how high? I'm gonna go seven, Skip. Seven on a scale of ten. Skip,
3: if, 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 because if you look at it, Skip, there only there. Think about how many few quarterback current quarterbacks have ever won a Super Bowl. Brady, Rodgers, Mahomes, Wilson, and then Nick Foles and Joe Flacco. Oh, it's man. not easy. You watch what he's done. He's tied for first in the NFL in game-winning drives since 2021 with eight. This year, tied for comebacks with four. So he's playing some of the best ball of his career. We never looked at Kirk Cousins as this type of guy when he was with Washington. He, even his first couple of years in Minnesota, he wasn't the guy that he's become. Now, granted, they've surrounded him with better players, Dalvin Cook. Now you got J.J. Justin Jefferson, who's one of the top two or three receivers in all of football. And so he's showing, Skip, That game Sunday had to convince you he's a different guy. He lose that game uh, 2021, 2020, 19, 18, 17. Get down like he got down on the road. Oh, he losing that game. He said, not today. Mm -hmm. He said, I'm five chains. Mm -hmm. I'm a different guy. I'm the guy that takes my shirt off. I'm the guy that party at the back of the play with the guy.
1: (laughs) I think he's in first class.
3: This is, not, this is not your uncle's Kirk Cousins. No. That ain't him.
1: I gave him a seven. Is he unks Kirk Cousins? That's what I, <laughs> I want to know. Seven? <laughs> I, I don't think you believe that. Seven. I don't think you really believe that. In Washington, it would have been a four.
3: Maybe even a, maybe even
1: a three. <sighs> I, I'm going to be nice to Kirk Cousins today, and I'm going to go all the way up to a three on a scale of 10 of trustability because the truth is, he will come back to haunt you when you least expect it. It's his history, you know it, and I know it. So he's got to go to Buffalo and then they come back and play host to my Dallas Cowboys. right. So two very big games that will be season makers for right. them or breakers right. for them that's seven and one. I believe he will lose both these games. I, I know for a fact that Kirk Cousins against my Dallas Cowboys is 2-8. and eight. Now, a lot of that happened back in the Washington, the, the bad old days, yes. you might say. But against Dak Prescott, he is 1-4. and four. He won that one Thursday night game at Dallas. Remember when they squeaked yeah. it out? Yeah. And all of a sudden, they took the ball out of Dak's hands at the end and, and fed they, it to Zeke. And why would they do that? I don't know. they lost the game, and I couldn't believe it. <laughs> but all I know for sure about Kirk Cousins is, my backup quarterback, Andy Dalton, who unfortunately we saw on Monday night against the Ravens, my backup co- quarterback in 2020 went up there and, and outgunned Kirk Cousins 31-28. to 28. And then my other backup quarterback that you have no respect for named Cooper Rush, may he rest in peace wherever he might be right now. Cooper Rush went up there last year in his first NFL start and beat Kirk Cousins and outplayed him and out-QBR'd him 20-16. to 16. That was at Minnesota. Really? So, that my two backups beat him. You don't think my real quarterback can beat him this time? Yeah. I do. But if you look at what he's
3: been able to do this season, 7-1, he lost the game to uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Yep. But, it, I mean, it's not like, Skip, it's like he got picked off in the end zone twice. So it wasn't like, you know, he was like just, like just god-awful. They, they, they were right there with him. Okay. And so when I look at him, Skip, you look at his supporting cast, they got Dalvin Cook, they got Thielen, they got Jefferson. They made the trade for TJ Hawkinson. They did. That was uh, big. I'll give you that. So, Skip, I think the thing is now he has a better supporting cast. He doesn't have to feel like the weight of his wor- the world is on his shoulders. Yeah, I mean, look—you piled up. Uh, we saw P.J. Walker beat Tom Brady. We, we ever thought that? We saw Kenny Pickett and Trubisky beat Tom Brady. Did we ever think we'd see something like that? We've seen lesser-tier guys beat guys that are well-established. I like what I'm seeing. I like, and it's it's, skip. It's growing. Like I said, that game last week. Oh, he loses that. He loses that game ten times out of ten in Washington, and he loses it nine times out of ten. In his
1: first couple of years in Minnesota. Okay, I'm going to show you one play that that hangs in my memory as the vintage, classic, defining Kirk Cousins play. And I, I'll give you. It's back in his Washington days, and it's against my very young Dallas Cowboys in 2016, as Dak and Zeke were about to explode on the world. But it's 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 early in the year. It's the third game of the season, and if I can find my notes here, it is. Third and goal at the six yard line. There are ten minutes and forty three seconds left in the game, and Washington is up twenty three to twenty. So all you got to do is score the touchdown. Yeah, you probably put a nail in the yeah, coffin. and yeah. that would be it, thirty to twenty. And here's what he did. He went to church. He threw it to Barry Church in the end zone, and that's what you were just talking about. I could not believe it. I fell out of my chair. He threw it to us. At yeah. that moment and it's it's not even close. It is so covered. Yeah. There's no hope on this. There's no there's no way on this. So Barry Church kneels, we get it at the twenty, and Dak goes eighty yards, he, he threw big passes in the the drive. He hit Des for twenty one and he hit Cole Beasley for um, fourteen and twelve and went all the way down and scored right. and we stole the game twenty seven to twenty three. Yeah. Okay. That's Kirk Cousins. That's who he will turn back into. When you least expect it.
3: You remember what he did this year to uh, uh, Favre? I mean, uh, Aaron Rodgers? Remember that? Then that, that, that I told you. Yep. I won something off of Weeds. I got a little something off him. Yeah,
1: dinner. you did. Okay. i not get some more, too. I will give you that. And I'll also give you this. I do like teams when there's a spontaneous ritual that they start yeah. feeding off of where yeah. it just comes out of nowhere. You're right. So now he's wearing the change. <laughs> okay? So they all look forward to, let's go win another game so we can see put it. Put, old the on him. put the Put the chains <laughs> on him. So I like those rituals because they yeah. – they they tend to f- rocket fuel a team. They bond and teams get closer. Yeah. Like hey, they they look forward to doing it now. Yeah, it's almost like back in the day the the Dirty Bird dance yeah. or whatever. You, you guys face them in the yeah. Super Bowl. Yeah, or, or teams rally Cap
3: Skip. They start putting the hats on backwards. They put yeah. bubble gum on top of the, a bubble on top of the hat. Or, or Cam Dabbing. Yeah, that was yeah, a big yeah. Thing, right. Okay. You gonna see that? Yeah. Don't be surprised when first come do something in Buffalo.
2: Of the chains yeah. and the dance moves for me, guys. Epic, epic. All right, Skip, get ready. Up next, we got to dive into whether the Cowboys should go with Zeke or Tony Pollard. Easy. Great question. We'll answer that on the other side of this break. Jerry Jones says he anticipates the Cowboys will indeed have Ezekiel Elliott back against the Packers this Sunday. Zeke, of course, recovering from a knee injury he suffered in week seven. Tony Pollard had over 130 yards, three touchdowns, when he stepped in as the starter in week eight for the Cowboys versus the Bears. More drama in Dallas. <laughs> Shannon, should Zeke return to getting more carries than Tony Pollard?
3: No. I, mean, I don't know if Zeke is even practiced yet. And he says he's going to play, but he's going to have a knee brace on. So I don't think a guy coming back, coming off an injury is going to put back, step right back in and get the same number of carries. He's probably going to be on a pitch count. I would assume Tony Pollard would get more carries than Zeke. Although, Skip, I don't see Tony Pollard all of a sudden because Zeke is back and Nick gets 20, 25 carries. But I do believe he'll have more carries. Uh, like I said, there's still no guarantee that he's going to play. I know he wants to play. Jerry says there's a possibility that he's going to play but he's going to have that knee brace on. Skip, I don't think he steps back into his normal role where he's getting, you know, 17 to 20 carries. Pollard's getting 8 to 12 carries a game. I think Pollard, if Zeke does play, I believe Tony Pollard would have more carries than
1: Zeke in this game. Mm, uh, Unfortunately, I don't. Because I believe Zeke will play, and I believe Coach Jerry will mandate that he gets the bulk of the carries because Jerry loves him, number one, and Jerry's paying him the practice. most money in pro football. It, he, <laughs> he played all last year with a strained PCL. Yeah. Okay, well, this is the same issue. It's not torn. It's just strained. Yeah,
3: but I, I I just think the thing you'll Skip, is that you got a good thing. I'm not saying that don't give Zeke – first of all, I would be overly cautious – Because at the end of the day, I need Zeke as healthy as I possibly can down the stretch.
1: Yeah, I mean, you need two, but yes. right now you need more than ever to give the, the little man, the smaller man, yeah. the bulk of the carries, yeah. because I, he runs big. I, I do
3: believe he'll get the bulk of the carries. Now, the bulk of the carries for me and the bulk of the carries
1: for you are different. You believe the bulk of the carries somewhere between 20 and 25. Yeah, but you can toss it to him, too, because he can flat-out catch it and haul it.
3: I believe the bulk of the carries will be 15. Yeah. Now, it all depends. The, uh, I believe the uh, the rookie, Davis, I think, is that his mm-hmm. last name? Yeah. I think he'll be active for this game malik yeah. malik davis no. i think he'll be active skip give him he
1: runs hard give him four or five carries give zeke if zeke played, give him eight to ten to eight to see what tony Pollard did as the bell cow against the yeah. bears could we just quickly see just to remind everybody what happened lightning struck because he actually got to touch the football here's the first one 18 yards you see the movie put on eddie jackson he left him in the dust Here's the seven-yarder for a touchdown. Left everybody in the dust. And here's the coup de grace, final nail. He breaks two tackles in the backfield, and he is off That was the a braces. holding right there too. They should have called that holding. Okay, well that's fine, but they, they're not <laughs> going to hold him because he was gone, gone. And he doesn't look like he's run that fast. I'm telling you, he can fly.
3: And in that game you mentioned, you so you showed three of his touchdowns. He had 14 carries, which is the most carries he's ever had in an NFL game. He's averaged seven carries a game for his career. Prior to that, fourteen, so he doubled up what he normally gets per game. Okay, that's
1: their fault. That's skip, not his fault. Skip, he's not skip. You can't run him like that. He's not built like that. Mm, I think he is. I think he's built stouter than you're giving him credit
3: for. Skip, he goes two hundred pounds. Skip, how, let me ask you a question. How many horsepower does your your vet have? Mm,
1: seven five five.
3: Are you trying to pull a trailer with it? It has the horsepower mm-hmm. to pull it. That's not what it does. Okay,
1: I don't get the analogy.
3: He's a 200-pound running back. Mm-hmm. You
1: can't run him 20, 25 times a game. Emmitt Smith was a 205-pound running back, and they ran him like 35 Skip, times a game.
3: why do you – Skip, you go to the OT. You go to a Hall of Fame. You got to – Okay. Get it. He was unique. Skip, you take an isolated incident. You take guys – I mean, there's some guys. Look at guy Lou Gehrig. How much did Lou Gehrig wear? Lou Gehrig – not Lou Gehrig. Uh, Roger Mayers. Mm-hmm. Maybe 180 pounds. Hank Aaron, maybe 180
1: pounds. Maybe. Yeah. I think Hank was smaller than Roger.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's 700-plus yeah. home runs. Okay. <laughs> it's all in the wrists, baby. Skip, he can't okay. carry the ball 20 times a game. All right.
2: Wrong. Well, guys, Zeke did not practice Monday. We'll see if he practices today when the participation matter. report comes out. Well, all right, coming up, playing. gentlemen, Lakers versus Clippers tonight. Who wins? Oh, we'll we get go. your take when Daniel we come 20. back. were a five-point underdog this morning. However, it's moved. They're now just three-and-a-half-point underdogs at the Clippers tonight. That, according to Fox FoxBet Sportsbook, earlier this season, the Clippers beat the Lakers 103-97. Shannon, who wins in tonight's rematch?
3: I'm taking the Clippers. You're um, taking the yeah, Clippers? Yeah, both teams are kind of struggling, Skip, but the Clippers, the Clippers got a different type of medal. They'll dig deep. And I'm not so sure that the Lakers Skip Lakers are bad. Skip, I, you know what, Skip, I wish I can give you this great this speech is like this and that's gonna happen. The Lakers are
1: just bad. Well, oh ye of little faith. Your Lakers are full strength. You got the King, you got AD, you even got Russ playing great right now. I got nothing. I got pandemic P. I don't have Kawhi.
3: I've seen all of this before, and guess what it's got them? Nothing? Exactly. Big
1: else? Yeah, exactly.
3: I know what you want me to do. You want me to go out there so you come ahead here and gloat. They had the king. They had A's. Well, they, they do. I mean, this do. this
1: should be a mismatch. Skip, they're a bad team. The Lakers should win this game. Skip, you Going
3: away. Skip, you know they're bad. The Lakers should win. The Clippers will win. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Right? Exactly. The thing is, see, I know when you know, like, they bad. They got no chance to win. But let me see if I can go to them.
1: You know what, Skip? Give me, two, give me a case on it. On what? On the Lakers. You know what? I'm not going to bet you because I do think the Lakers should be the team to win this game. No, they should. Should or will. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to bet you on You got scared game. of the king, ain't it? Can you scared of that? I'm scared of Matt Ryan. What <laughs> 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 All right, got so obviously
2: <laughs> Shannon's not giving the pregame speech I'm to not. the Lakers locker room tonight. Nope. Great stuff, guys. We're out of time. We got to go.